start your day with us. This is Undisputed. I'm Jen Ailes. That is Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. Good morning, guys. How you are you? You flex my muscle last night? You saw us flex last night on you? Oh. We flexed on you. Whoa. <laughs> hey, he is back, baby. Oh. Hachimura is here to there stay. You. <laughs> Guess what? LeBron has no more excuses. You see, we flexed on you. Time to take off now. Y'all had that yeah. nine-point lead. And yeah. LeBron, they stepped on the Shot right past. Who is y'all? Spurs. Spurs. That's your team. Oh, now you done with the Spurs? No, Spurs, no. <laughs> you done with the Spurs, oh, 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 oh. Hey, Cowboy, Spurs, you see how did? Cowboy, you see how did the Spurs? After five championships, he said he done with y'all. You, you realize they're probably the worst team in the league right now. Way to go, Oh, Shane. the Cowboys? No, you, when, no. you, when did you come to that no, revelation? No, they're, they're going to be just fine. Oh, they're going to be just fine? Yeah. With the quarterback? In five years. Okay. <laughs> Y'all trading for a quarterback? Yeah. Fighting words early. All right, guys. Save some of this. We got two and a half hours to go here we today. We good. We good. Yeah, I'm ready. Let's start. <laughs> You're ready. Let's see. Let's see, Shannon. Let's start on the hardwood this morning. Steph Curry. Guys, this one was surprising. He got ejected last night after throwing his mouthpiece. He was frustrated with a three-point attempt from Jordan Poole that went long. Just over a minute left, the Warriors up two on the Grizzlies. They hold on to win 122-120 thanks to a Jordan Poole layup that left only a second left on the clock. Poole had some fun with Steph in the tunnel after tossing his mouthpiece against a wall before embracing Steph. They hugged it out. Shannon, scale of 1 to 10, how big of a problem do you actually have with Steph throwing that mouthpiece? I don't have a problem with him throwing the mouthpiece, but I'm at a, at a 10 for him showing his teammate up, Skip. I understand his frustrated frustration because what Steph understands, Skip, they were on a four-game home losing streak. Mm-hmm. Now, if they, they, at first, they couldn't win on the road. But they were very, very solid at home. Now the road losing had transferred back to home. Mm. And so they're on a four-game losing streak. Now he said, you know, Memphis notwithstanding. But I think he views Memphis as somewhat as a team that could cause them some problems if they were to meet in the playoffs again. Yeah. So with that being said, Steph was like, bruh, this ain't. I don't care how hot you are. If I'm clapping my hands, go and hand your boy that ball. I'm Steph Curry. Yeah. I'm the finals MVP. I'm the two-time MVP. Let yep. me get that. Mm. So, Skip, I don't have a problem with it. Now, Steph has been ejected three times, and all three times it was called a Y. He threw his mouthpiece. Yep. He threw his mouthpiece uh, uh, in game six of the NBA Finals 2016, mm-hmm. in which they end up losing that series. He threw it at a referee again in Memphis and again last night. So that seems to be his way of channeling his frustrations. Mm. He, don't, you know, he doesn't yell obscenities. He doesn't say anything. He just grabs his mouthpiece and he, he flings it. And right now, that's well, right now, that's an automatic ejection. Whether you throw it in the stands, whether you throw it on the floor, it doesn't matter. Anytime you take the mouth guard out, you throw it, that's automatic ejection. So mm-hmm. that's the problem that I have, Skip. I, uh, Steph Curry has given me no indication that he's anything but an outstanding. We already know what he is as a player. Mm-hmm. But I don't get the, 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 the impression that he thinks he's better than or he tries to do uh, something like that. But that's going to be perceived that he showed, his te- he showed his teammate up. So that's the problem. I'm at a 10 when it comes to show. But his act, I ain't got no problem with his act. I have no problem with that whatsoever. It's just that, Skip, I, I tried to pride myself. I always went into a game and said, okay, you might not get this today. Something happens. Just make sure you ch- keep your emotions in check. And so because I wanted my teammates – yeah, Skip, you didn't think when they dropped the pass, you didn't think I was ball. But I'm sure when I dropped one, I'm sure they were probably saying the same thing up under their breath. Yeah. So they gave me the respect and says, okay, we're not going to show Shannon up because Shannon didn't show us up. 
So let's keep it going like that. But that's the only problem that I got, Skip. I don't have. I love his passion. I love the emotion in which he plays. But sometimes, I mean, people will view that. Damn, Steph, don't don't show your brother up like that. Okay, but you don't have a problem throwing the mouth guard yet. You do have a ten scale of one to ten. You have a ten problem yeah, with Skip, the act. Skip, you know how okay. I am about you right. showing up a, uh, okay. a teammate. But, but they are intertwined their part and their parcel. He threw it because he was mad at his teammates. Yeah. He didn't throw it because they suddenly trailed or they were playing bad basketball or he had missed a shot. I, I think he, because he's like at, at this juncture of the game, where we are, Skip, he, he's very mindful. We're on a four-game home losing streak. They had blown several games, had double-digit leads late in the second half, and they end up blowing said leads. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I believe we can get a better shot. Or I believe if I shoot this ball, I got a better chance to make it than you do. That's just the way. Look, Skip, and, and I, I, I guess I'm trying to separate the two. Or I guess uh, maybe I'm looking at them and they're not mutually exclusive. I could be disappointed, uh, uh, not disappointed with the act, but disappointed what it led to or how it's perceived. Mm. Okay. My biggest takeaway from what happened near the end of this game last night is that Steph Curry has now eclipsed LeBron James as the most overprotected superstar in sports. <laughs> Steph Curry is rivaling LeBron to become the face of the league. And it's close right now because I still would side slightly to LeBron, but Steph is rivaling him because he broke through and finally won an okay. NBA Finals on his own with no KD help, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. He is in every other commercial on television. And he earned them. Yeah. And, and I'm good with that. And he's, he's great in the commercials. And he is the baby-faced assassin. And I'm sure deep down he's really a good guy. And most people find him to be the most beloved player in the league, even eclipsing LeBron in the beloved category. Okay, I'll give you that. This is a bad look for him. I've said this from the start, and I don't pull any punches when it comes to any of these guys. All along, I've had issues with all of his showboating and hot-dogging and, and all of his, his celebrations and I just put you to sleep and yeah. all that. And again, he revolutionized the game with the three-point shot. We've never seen anything like it before. He is clearly, obviously, the greatest shooter ever. Yes. But part of his package is all the grandstanding, all yes. the showboating, right. all the hot-dogging, all, all the, the antics and... You can say it's just part of who he is and, and his performance act. It's, it's all part of his entertainment act. Right. But this one crossed a big line to me because this crossed the Aaron Rodgers line. Th this is where Aaron Rodgers is constantly showing up his teammates. Like, go, right. Don't go over here. Right. And you and I have had issues with that for seven years but on here's the show. A, can I ask you a question? Have you ever seen him do something like this before? No, it's, it's usually at the other team. It's, it's usually – showboating at the expense of the right. other team. I just did something to you. I just clowned you. I just made you look silly. So I'm going to show you up right. even more in my as I go back up the floor. I put you to sleep. Right. Okay. It's it's fine if you can continue to back it up. But he hasn't always backed it up on the court because I've shown you many times, especially in that 2016 finals in games five, six, and seven, when he came up even smaller than he is. But Skip, the, the, the sleep celebration just started last year. I, so, I got it. But, but he, there, there are all kinds of antics that he does with his mouth guard a lot yeah. of times that show up the other team. And he gets away with it because nobody's going to 
criticize beloved little Steph. He's right. the baby-faced assassin. I, I mean, I, I don't think – I think that that's great entertainment. I mean, if you want to get upset, Skip, when he shoots the ball and just turns and runs away because he knows it's good. I mean, that, yeah. that kind of thing. It's a little <laughs> hot doggy to me, okay? But but they go in a lot. And, right. and he is a revolutionary player in this league who will go down in the history of this league as he changed the game. Right. Okay, but I'll even remind you last year that they broke through. Again, it was Steph and Steph alone. He finally got his first finals MVP. And yet in the fourth quarters of those six games against the Celtics, he shot two of ten from three. The most revolutionary shooter in the history of basketball went two of ten from three in all six combined fourth quarters. Right. It's not that great. Jason turnover, as I started calling him, literally handed the game back right. to, to me to, with some help from his, his co-star, Jalen Brown. They turned the ball over so much, they just basically handed the whole finals back to Golden State. Right. So keep that in some perspective. But then last night, is it possible he showed a little bit of true colors here? Because, boy, that was that, that is egregiously crossing the line and showing up a teammate because Jordan Poole has been on the hottest of hot seats in the glare of the spotlight because of what happened before the year started because clearly Draymond was threatened by his new celebrity, by his rising in to become the third member of the big three right. replacing Draymond, and Draymond popped him right in the face mm -hmm. over that. Right. And this came across a little bit to me like, Steph is starting to be a little bit threatened by Jordan Poole. Man, because, ain't no okay, but look at what Jordan Poole had done. He, he'd scored, at that point, he'd scored 11 points in the fourth quarter. He wound up with 13 in the fourth quarter. So it wasn't like he didn't have a hot hand. Does he not deserve to shoot that shot? I know Steph had had a hot hand, too, but, yeah, but it, was, it wasn't yeah. any hotter than Jordan Poole's. Look at it. Look what they'd done in the fourth. Yeah, but look at Steph. Steph had 31, Skip. Okay, I got it. But it was at that point, it was 11 to 10 in points scored in the fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, and he missed, and he skipped, and he missed the last, what? They played 12 minutes, so he missed the last six minutes and two seconds? Mm-hmm. So, yep. so okay. I, 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 it's hard for me to believe that he's still been stuck on with that much time. He's still okay. been on 30, stuck on 34. Okay, but clearly he was furious that Jordan Poole had dared to shoot a shot that he wanted to shoot. Yeah. And if we, I think we've been showing the sequence, but I, I thought it was a decent look. It, it's a guy, you know, who's who's arrived. It, it's a missed, and and Clay gets the offensive rebound, and that. It's pretty wide open. I know it's about three feet beyond the three-point line, but in that standard operating procedure for Golden State, yeah. is that what they all do? But they all the man, but shots like Steph, that. But no, no, no. But here's the thing. When Steph calls for the ball, I don't care who has it. Give it to him. I don't know. Yeah, no, no. I know. Yeah. Well, if Clay's I, – I don't know that I'd give it up if I'm Clay Thompson. I don't know if, if Steph would have asked for it. But I think the thing is, in that situation, if Steph calls for the ball, that's like, look, somebody might be hot. Uh, Simons or whomever. But if Dane calls for the ball, you give it up. If Luca calls for the ball, give it up. If LeBron calls for the ball, give it up. If you give that up. That's a superstar times five. They're magnified. Maybe you wouldn't give it up to LeBron to shoot a three. You, if he calls for the ball, you give no. it to him. If he wants to pass it, he'll pass it. Okay. If he wants to shoot it, he'll shoot it. If he wants to drive it, he'll drive it. But if LeBron says this, you give it to him. Okay. Jordan Poole is averaging a career-high 21 points. Does he not deserve to take shots in the flow of the offense? He can take shots wherever, but if Steph Curry is saying, give me the ball, give it to him. Okay. So it was a heated game because, weirdly, Golden State and 
Memphis have a rivalry. I, I don't know exactly what the Grizzlies have done to be part of this rivalry. Exactly. Yeah, if I'm Golden State, I just look down my nose at them and say, and you guys have done exactly what? And that's- but they do take them very seriously. Right. I think the Thanksgiving, you remember the play-in tournament. I think they kicked the uh, Golden State out the play-in tournament. Well, they went up there and did it at, right. at their And their so house. That, that was, I guess they figured they had, okay, they had slayed the Giants. Yep. They were the new kids on the block. Yep. And Golden State said, wait a minute, guys. You're not. Yeah. And last year, that's what they said <laughs> in the end of that series. Right. And it wasn't the conference finals. It was the round before. Right, right. <clears throat> Yet Draymond said after the game, I, I think Memphis brings out our uh, competitive side in us, and we do the same for them. Both teams rise up for this game, and it's a fun one to play every time. Right. And I'm thinking, okay, so we know Memphis, the, the, the Grizzlies strut their stuff every night. Yep. Wherever they go, they strut their yeah. stuff. But but they they operate like they have four rings. They do. And, and they, they do. They don't they have do. anything, they do. right? They do. They do. And, and again, there's part of that that I have sort of grudging respect for because okay, okay, you guys, no, you, Skip, you can't. Well, Dylan Brooks said they were a dynasty. Yeah. I'm saying, how are you a dynasty? If taking a team, if you take the team that won the championship six games, if you declare that as being a dynasty, yeah. take off. But you're not a dynasty. You got to win something. All dynasties conquer something. They had vast amounts of land. They took over other regions. What have you taken over? What have you won? What have you done to consider yourself a dynasty? I don't know. So now they've lost back-to-back games on the road. Oh, the road trip no, mm-hmm. has been very unkind to them. Yes, it's been very unkind to them. And, again, I, I like them and I want to love them, yeah. but I'm saying you're going to have to show me a little yeah. more. Show me a little more. Yeah, you're going to have to back up all that trash talking. Yep. All that talking y'all doing, you're going to have to back that thing up. With some, you're going to have to put some hardware. You're going to need that Louis Vuitton case, and y'all going to need to be the last one standing. At yep. some point in time, Skip, to, for, for the, the bravado in which they talk, Skip, you got to match it with and, a championship. It's not just Jaw, it's every one of them. No, it's every, last, every, every last, one last one of them. Every last one of them. Yeah, okay. from Bain to Clark to uh, Jaron, every last one of them. The only one that don't really talk is the coach. Now, maybe yeah. he's talking behind closed doors. Yeah. But the rest of them. Maybe Stephen Adams doesn't talk no, much. No, but but no, he's he been so out with a sprained knee, knee right. so he didn't play last night, which is why Golden State had its way with them on the backboards. Oh, yeah. So, right? Well, it, no, no, it wasn't. No, they, they – uh, yeah, they did. Golden State beat them on the glass. 44-36, to 36, and Golden State started with their, their death, death, lineup. death line, the small ball yes. lineup, right? Yes. But Looney came in and got his eight rebounds, but the point – Draymond got 13 rebounds. Way to go. But the point is, in, in the big picture, remember what happened in game one at Memphis between these two teams yes. last year? John's got a shot at the end of the game to win the game, and he goes down the left side of the lane – and Clay came off his guy right, was yeah. on Brandon Clark and right. just followed him down the lane right. and made him shoot it and he, a little difficult, and, and he missed everything. Yeah. Remember, he shot it completely off the glass right. over the rim. Right. Okay. Well, you could have you could have won that yeah. game at home. That was yeah. the Draymond go crazy game. Yes. And you didn't win it, and then you were behind the eight ball basically the whole series. Right. Okay. So the point is emotions were running hot and heavy and high last night because it was Memphis at Golden State. And Steph just kind of lost his mind. And he's always doing something. He's got the – Always chewing on the free throw line. At the free throw line, it's hanging out. <laughs> yeah. Ernestine always says to me, what is he doing with his mouthpiece? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's I, just... I, I don't get, Skip, how they touch it so much and they're touching each other's hands. Oh, they slapping each other on the backside. They slap each other on the shoulder. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the – Given what we've been through the last three years, you kind of learn your lesson. Yeah. Uh, don't do that. Yeah. I, right? I, well, I didn't even – when I played, I didn't even wear a mouthpiece. So, because I wanted to be able to talk freely. I ain't got time to be – 
I don't even know how the quarterbacks call the, the signals. Well, like they that. have those little fitted ones, yeah. like those night guards yeah. like you wear when you uh-huh. go to sleep. So a lot of those play with those. But I didn't wear I just had. I just chewed gum. So, uh, But, yeah, I, I just skipped. I look, I, I get it. I get it. Like I said, motions are very, very high with Steph. They understood that they're on a four-game home losing streak. They have been very good at home, but not of lately. They're terrible on the road. And Memphis, it's Memphis. I don't care what anybody says. They, he's like, well, we're not worried about whether it was Memphis. But you are. Because I'm always trying to snuff out all, all, all challenges, Absolutely. especially ones that think they're a major no, challenge, no, I, a major threat. I'm going to suppress that. Deal. Yeah. Okay, so Jordan Poole, if we could see the final play of the game for them, they call a play. I think Draymond suggested it. Right. He, he said that he suggested right. it in the huddle, and it worked because Jordan Poole escaped down the left side and got it from DiVincenzo for a little reverse layup yeah. that won the game. So Jordan Poole did hit the shot that won the game. Right. And then if we could see one more time what happens after the game as he's walking up the tunnel, the, the videographer is walking with him, so he knows it's going on somebody's tape at that point. They all know that they're on camera yeah, coming of up, course. The, yeah. up the tunnel. And he mockingly fires his Steph mouthpiece. Steph that's too soon, too soon. Huh? Steph say too soon, too yeah. soon. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, and then they hug it out. Yeah, yeah. But the, the point was, I, I don't think Jordan Poole loved it either. I, I think there was some – some seriousness to him mocking the mouthpiece throw, right. okay? Because I, it did show him up, and I don't think he loved it because he's earned a little better place on this team than that. I look at it like this. Steph is like a big brother, and I can remember, like, my big it, – it, I didn't like it, but I understood when my big brother would scold me, especially out in public. Yeah, I didn't like it at home, or we're doing something, I get that. But yeah, it, it, but I, I understood why he was doing what he was doing. Yeah, and he he he's basically telling Jordan, look, at that time, that's not the shot. Let's let's reset. Let's calm down. Let's calm it down. Let's pull it out. I'm not so sure Steph Curry was going to shoot the ball. Now he was clapping for it, but maybe Steph would go like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Let's let's pull this ball back out. Let's come up with a better play. We don't need to be held to skelter. And so that's the way I look at it. And that's why I always took my brother uh, chiding me. Yep. Because I think that's basically what he's doing is that it's all about making Shannon better. This is all about making Jordan Poole because one day Steph's not going to be there. And so what I'm trying to teach you is that it's not always when, it, when it's held to skelter, you go jack, right back, jack up a shot. Let's pull this thing out. Let's make sure we get a better shot. And I think, I think moving forward, I think Jordan Poole will be better what Steph Curry did, although okay. at the moment it doesn't seem that way. It does not seem that way, but I hope for their sake you are correct because they are now 24 and 24. Yeah. They're a 500 basketball team, and we're now obviously 48 games into now, Skip, it makes it even more, 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 mm-hmm. and more impressive yep. that they I mean, once won an entire games. season yep. and lost nine games. Okay. <laughs> they, they, I know. they lost okay. nine games for the time season. They've already lost 24 before the All-Star game. And it still seems to me from a distance like their chaos swirls around Jordan Poole's role. Mm-hmm. Like Draymond threatened, now Steph a little threatened, uh, a little resentful of his role, of his new celebrity, because they had their big three for years right, and years, right, and right. it was dynastic. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. Yeah. But now, Skip, that big three is only in name only. Mm-hmm. Right now, Jordan Poole is the third best player. Well, Jordan Poole is the best. He might be. The, he's the second best player. I think he's better than Clay you, right now. You, you could. The numbers would yeah. tell you. you but, I, but I think that big three. I think uh, Clay, Steph, and Poole now mm-hmm. have su- supplanted 
Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Yep. And that's okay. Draymond still has his role because what did he give you last night, Skip? He gave you, uh, Draymond gave 13. you, what, 18, 13, yeah. and 7. Yeah. So he still can do those things. That's what, that's what he you is. You said 18 or 8. No, he, he gave, gave you 8, 13, eight, 13 and 7. And seven. Yeah. yeah, right. So he's still, he's still a valuable, valuable yeah. piece. You're not going to win. You're not going to go very far without Draymond yeah. because he does all the little things. He's going to play the defense. He's going to be scrappy, the 50-50 loose balls. Yeah. He's going to come up with those more times than not. Great screens. He understands. Skip, the guy be running. Draymond get a rebound. He knows exactly. He dropped the ball off in the corner. Guy runs, picks it, boom. Agreed. So he understands his role, but it's, it's, it's changing. Okay. It's changing. It's ever-changing. All right. So here's the bottom line. If you look at plus-minus last night, what does it tell you? Well, by far the best plus-minus on the Warriors was Jordan Poole at plus 15. Steph was a minus three. three. So all the time Steph was on the floor, they lost by three. All the time Jordan Poole was on the floor, they won by 15. That would suggest to you that Jordan Poole was having a pretty good game. Yeah, right. sometimes I don't, I don't understand. Sometimes I don't really understand plus minus skill because yeah. I see a guy going off and then all of a sudden the guy got like a, a minus five and yep. the dude dropped 43. Yeah, well, it can be misleading. <laughs> but, but I think in this case, it, I think it was pretty telling. Yeah, but I, I, like I said, like I, I, I haven't seen Steph really lose it. Ex- and if just throwing your mouthpiece is what's losing it, Skip, he's not yelling and screaming at the officials, although, you know, he's like, hey, come on. So yeah, he, I, I, he was trying to argue I shouldn't have been ejected because it didn't actually go in the stands right. and threaten anybody. Right. I think taking the mouthpiece and throwing it now, I think that's, that's they just the said that, that, yeah. the, the pool reporter's report from Sean Wright, the, the crew chief, said, yeah. no, you threw your mouthpiece. Right. That's it. You're gone. That's my, that's my okay. guy from the crib, Atlanta, Sean. Really? Yeah, we used to work yeah. out together. Is that right? It is. Huh. Wow. <laughs> we used to work out together. Uh-oh. Well, you, you should get him to do some Laker games. Uh, huh? <laughs> he, he, as a matter of fact, he just did the Lakers game the other night. Really? I think they lost. Did they did they lose before the Spurs? I think he I think he called the Lakers game. Did they lost to the they lost uh, on Tuesday night. I think so. Oh. And he just went. Cli- he did the Clippers. Yes, I think he did. I think oh. he did do the Clippers. Well, you need to put it in a word. No, nah, I don't need to put it in a word. Huh? Nah, 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 get a call. Here no, I don't need to put it in a word. All right. No. And my guy Zach Zach Zarba. Mm. I don't know if Skip, but he just Shannon's happened to be at the game Memphis game. Memphis game. Right. <laughs> I'm sure it is full of interesting <laughs> names and numbers, guys. The Warriors, Skip, you mentioned that 500 record. That means they're sitting at eighth in the Western Conference right now. We're about to catch somebody. All right, let's head over to the football field when we come back because we've got some big matchups to discuss. Are the Bengals giving the Chiefs too much bulletin board material, guys? Plus, how healthy will Patrick Mahomes be for this weekend? That and more coming up next on Undisputed. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits it brings to your life, from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. 
BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash undisputedpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash undisputedpod. Your mental health journey begins here. And I won't back down. NFL Films picked up Bengals cornerback Mike Hilton on the sideline during their win over the Bills, telling the camera, quote, we'll see you in Burrowhead. That's, of course, in reference to the Chief Stadium Arrowhead. Travis Kelsey asked for his reaction about it on the new Heights podcast. Take a listen, everybody. Getting everybody fired up. We are the loudest stadium in the world on record. 42, 142 decibels. Did you guys break the record this week? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe uh, we're going to have to break it this week because uh, a lot of Cincinnati Bengals fans are calling it Burrowhead instead of Burrowhead. Arrowhead. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, the disrespect one, to Arrowhead they're, they're, continues. They're throwing, they're, throwing, they're throwing a lot of bullets and board material out there, Ron. Those are fighting words for sure. Absolutely, Shannon. Do you like or do you have a problem with the Bengals saying this? But the Bengals have been doing a lot of talking. Mm. Uh, you remember early in the year, um, the running back um, – from Oklahoma said, Joe, uh, Joe Mixon yes. said, we're the team to beat. Mm-hmm. It's us now. Well, he, he said that just like a couple, like a month ago, maybe yeah. late two, three weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, right. He said, hey, we're the team to beat. He did say And that. it seems to me that they, they and they should be confident. Uh, they are the, the defending champs, uh, uh, AFC champs. They are playing the best football probably of anybody, them in San Francisco, over the last two and a half months of the season, Skip. So they have a lot to be confident about. Their quarterback is unbelievable. Skip, I don't know if you know this. You know who favored now? It swung back. And why was that? So I want to know, did Cincinnati play the Buffalo again and look bad? Is that mm-hmm. why I favored? Or because they believe Patrick Mahomes' ankle is healing and he looked good yesterday? I don't know. You did, know. Did he look good? You, you know. Doing what? What did he say? He uh, says, I feel good. You, did you, you see him walking? Trust that. We're about to no, talk no, no, about Did this. you see him walking? Oh, he can walk. I mean, you can oh, <laughs> it's a miracle. Oh, now let's swing the spread back. That means hey, the Chiefs should you, be you, Hey, you, hey, you got to talk to Fox Bet and Seasons and all, and all these betting houses that, that have had the Chiefs at two and a half, then had the Bengals at one and a half, and now the Bengals are back. Okay, oh, no, remember, me. the Bengals believers can have huge impact, and it can swing from two and a half Chiefs favorite all the way to two and a half Bengals favorite. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a lot of people who believe in Mahomes and Andy Reid say, no, they time believe out. The, time they out. Believe, they believe, they, I believe the, 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 the line uh, swung because of Patrick Mahomes' ankle. Now that they believe that, excuse me, that Patrick Mahomes' ankle is, is better or is going to be better than what they thought it was going to be, the betters have come back and started putting money back on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Therefore, now the line is swung back into their favor. So that's all I'm saying, Skip. Look, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, Trevor Lawrence said something very similar to that. Skip says he couldn't imagine it being louder than what it was in Jacksonville. Um, but Cincinnati's like, look, we, we're a different animal. We're not Jacksonville. We're coming in with a more high-powered offense, and we're coming in with a, uh, an outstanding and a better defense. So we feel that we can we can talk. And they, can, but the, the, the guy that talks the most to me is Eli Apple. I've yes. never seen in all my years a, a, a more average player talks as much as he does. And I'm like, why, bro? 
You happen to be, it's like being born to wealthy parents. Bro, you ain't do nothing. Nothing. Bro, you had a cup of coffee at the Giants. You had a cup of coffee, you read the paper with the Saints. And you talking like you locking that thing down like you like like you Derrick, like you Darrell Revis. Mm. If I didn't know better, I swear he was he was Sauce Gardner, a passer to the second. That's the way he talks. I'm like, bro. But other than Skip, I ain't got no look. At the end of the day, whether we talking, I was a firm believer in this because I talked a bunch. Whether I say little, I say nothing, or I say a lot, we still gotta kick this thing off on Sunday. Now it's your job to shut me up. Mm. Let me see if you can do it. Yep. Okay, big picture, I do not have a problem with Mike Hilton or Eli Apple talking big, bad, and bold the way they do. It was Mike Hilton on the sideline at the end of the game at Buffalo who's screaming to the camera, not to the stands. See you at Burrowhead. Right. See you at Burrowhead. Skip, you know that's the NFL film, so you know they're going to put that out there. He knew exactly (laughs) what he was doing. And dancing alongside him is Eli, who then, I told you, went in the locker room and lit a cigar up. So he's smoking a victory cigar in front of the media in Buffalo's visiting locker room after the playoff game before the AFC championship. The divisional round. Okay, the divisional round. Not not even the AFC championship. And you said, I believe it was Monday, maybe maybe I'd give it to him if they won the AFC and were on the way to the Super Bowl. I'll be honest, I wouldn't even give him that one. I don't (laughs) love this. But I do love Cincinnati. I wonder who, who, who started that because I don't remember. I don't. I don't remember no those cigars being passed around. And either, I don't remember cigars. Maybe it was, maybe I wasn't even in the locker room when they did. I don't even remember cigars being passed around. We won the Super Bowl. I don't remember cigars. So okay, I need well, mine. Is it possible Joe Burrow started that at LSU? It is might, it he possible? Might, he might have. I don't know. He That's might that. Have. That was one of my first indications of yeah. it. Here's my point about Eli Apple and Mike Hilton. They know they are speaking from a position of strength because they know it's all about the quarterback and they know they have a quarterback. He doesn't play defense. They play defense. But they're speaking sort of with him as their backup because they know we got Joe Burrow and you don't got Joe Burrow. I've been been on both sides of the equation, Skip. When I was in Denver, obviously our offense with John, TD, myself, Ed, and Rod, and then I go to Baltimore. And I'm really – now – we're not doing a whole lot, no. but we're going to do more than you okay. would do against our defense. Okay, but you did know that you had Ray and company, Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right? That's my point. Okay, so you got that yeah. to speak from. It, it's not like you're not sure about how good you are. Yeah. You know how good you yeah. are. Yeah. These guys know how good they are. Now to Eli Apple. He doesn't talk as much as he talks back because he's taken so much criticism in his career because – he has been one of the ultimate. He's talented, but he is the ultimate cluer. He he will jump routes like yeah. crazy. He's, he's like Trevon Diggs is starting to be for me. Yeah. But but again, he gets he has been scorched so many times. Yeah. He he has lost jobs several times. Yes. That all of a sudden, I was actually surprised he rose back into prominence here because they finally had to say. Well, remember they had my little man Awuzie, right? And he's out. Yeah, so, he got hurt. That's why he like. Okay, I got I got it. But all of a sudden, he's in a prominent position. Right. And he was feeling himself because it was clear to me Buffalo went at him four or five times. Right. Tried to trick him. Tried to, to, to mm-hmm. bait him into yeah. jumping routes. Mm-hmm. With some sluggos, and, right. and it, it, he stood up right. to the test, yes. and, and he did not get beaten one time that I could see, and he actually made a couple plays on deep balls that were pretty good. 
Yes. Okay? So he, he's, he's always lashing back. He's responding to. He's not setting tones. It's like he's been so pummeled on social media that, that everything is in well, defense. He, he, he brings it upon I himself. I know. He's already brought it upon himself. And remember, wasn't his mom yeah. very prominent speaking out for him and mm-hmm. defending him? And then after a she while. He'd be trolling, too. What's that? I said she'd be trolling okay. also. All right. Well, the, after a while, she probably put heap more pressure on him than he even deserved to have on him in the first probably place. Probably so. Okay, so here we are, and here they come because they're like, hey, but Mike Hilton, I got to say, he backs it up, man, because yeah. he's become as good a blitzer as oh, man, he is. Yeah, he be sneaking in. He be getting it. Right? Yeah, he does. Because he, he does. had four hits on, uh, Josh, on Josh the other day. He had four hits on the quarterback. Yeah. That's hard to do coming right. from his spot, right? I think the thing, and Skip, look, these games normally come down because you got two outstanding young quarterbacks, and the game normally comes down to a possession game. And the team that makes the fewest amount of mistakes, and if all you look at all the wins, the Bengals have made the fewest amount of mistakes. It comes down because going into the fourth quarter, the Chiefs had 75% probability of winning the game. But that just goes to show you that the Bengals don't don't doesn't feel that they're out of any of these games because they've always come back and won them. What was it, 37, 34, or 34, 31, and then you had a, a 27, 24. So the games are always okay. one possession. All right. One mistake will cost you this game probably. Okay. So to your point, we're, we're going to talk about this later, but Debo said, I think it was yesterday, that our crowd is louder than Philly's crowd. Right. Well, I, I disagree with that because yeah. I've been to many, many games on both sides of the country, I've, and that Philly stadium is crazy loud. I, I, I've never heard so many people talk about crowd noise in okay. the la- right. that, that I have in the and last and two, three weeks. As you said, weeks. Trevor Lawrence was trying to be politically correct right. to his, his fans, crowd, and right. he said, I, I don't know if it's louder than our crowd. Right. Uh, yeah, it is. I don't know, but, 49ers. Y'all, y'all tickets might be a hey, little bit too high, so y'all hey, might, might not get the, the loud fans. I, I went to so many games at Candlestick. I know they've moved to Levi now. but dump too. Yeah, okay. The Candlestick, yeah. was a, it was a great dump, but it was a dump. <laughs> it was a muddy, foggy dump. It was, dump. man. It was terrible, it man. It was terrible to play in and watch games in, and it was cold yeah. and creepy and all that. But you want to talk about home field? Oh, yeah. Ooh, you had home field there. But the point is, we get all this crowd versus crowd, and is it going to detonate? We even had the member going back to the Giants offensive lineman right, talking Minnesota. about the Minnesota crowd. Yeah. And I thought, is it going to detonate? Right. Are they going to be even louder than ever? Maybe they were, but it didn't impact didn't, the outcome right. of the football game. So what do we know about Joe Burrow? He's cocky, but he's also supremely confident. Yeah. And it doesn't offend me the way he carries himself because he backs it up. Right. We're not talking about the Memphis Grizzlies here. We're, we're talking about the Cincinnati Bengals right. who did win at Arrowhead yes. or Burrowhead or whatever you want to call it last year. Now, again, Joe Burrow is 3-0 and against Patrick Mahomes, but two of them were in Cincinnati. So only one time has he won at, quote-unquote, Burrowhead. Right. So I'm not sure it can qualify as – if he'd won all three games there, yeah. maybe you could start yeah. going there. Okay. Okay? And yet last year – it did go to overtime, right. and they were down 21 to 10 at halftime, mm-hmm. and they did rally in the second half. What was it, 17 to 3 in yep. the second half in yep. overtime? Mm-hmm. Okay, you you got that going for you, but again, d- does that mean you own Arrowhead? No, I don't no. think you own it. I- is it possible that <laughs> Joe Burrow has established some kind of dominance over Patrick Mahomes or, you know, 3-0 and is 3-0. and he, he has slightly outplayed him all three times. I think what he's done, Skip, is like when you talk about these top quarterbacks, hey, 
Y'all better, y'all better make sure y'all mention Joey B's name. Mm. I mean, y'all keep talking about, you know, you're talking about Patrick Mahomes and deservedly so. He's had an MVP and won a Super Bowl. But y'all start talking about Josh Allen and y'all start talking about this one and that one. What about me? What about me? I, I, I went to, I went to uh, Josh's home and beat him. I've gone to a Super Bowl, something yeah. he's never done. Okay. This is just me. I, I can't – I don't know exactly what went through Joe Burrow's mind, mm-hmm. but I believe – when the schedule, the playoff schedule fell the way it fell, I believe he took one look and said, oh, I get to go play Josh Allen mm-hmm. there, and I then, if I win that game, I get to go play Patrick at his place, right? Right. right. So I think he relished the yeah. opportunity to go on the road and play these teams, and I think Cincinnati, to my eye, is at least as good on the road as at home because I think this team gets a great kick out of shutting down rival crowds. I think you did too. I think there's nothing – What's more satisfying than Nothing. turning down the sound on the I'd road? Re- I'd rather win on the road than win at home. Sure. In a game no. like that, in a, in a playoff, yeah. in a game like this, yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. There's nothing like seeing 75, 80,000 fans depressed, crying, cursing you out, saying you suck. How do we suck? You leaving? You're not even going to watch us celebrate. So now, now which team sucks? Yeah. So there's no, there's no greater feeling. Okay. And I've been been fortunate to do that twice on the road in Three Rivers and at uh, Oakland. Okay. So. My point about the Bengals is they've actually been the overlooked, disrespected team. The irony here is they deserve to be saying, what about us? Yeah. Well, why don't you give us more credit? And now that the point spread has swung back. It's still you know, only a point. Okay, but, th- but they're going to say, oh, so you don't respect us. You did for a little while, but you don't anymore. They, I mean, you do. Re- I mean, you understand how the, how the line works. I mean, the home team normally gets three points. All things being equal, home team gets three points. Yep. Since uh, Kansas City is only favored by one. So they think you're actually two points better than Kansas City, to be honest. Okay. So I thought going into this year that Cincinnati would be the best team in the AFC, and it took a long time for anybody to even recognize that they were pretty good. Well, I, because I think the thing is, Skip, they got off to the 0-2 they start. Remember they lost at home to Pittsburgh, lost it, lost on the road to Dallas. But they, they lost at home to Pittsburgh because they missed two, like, chip shot kicks. Well, Burrow did have five turnovers. He too, did. That, no, he that, did. That. He got off to a rocky start. I agree. And then – they lost to my guy, my backup quarterback, yeah. right? right? To Cooper Rush at Dallas. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, they lost to Baltimore, too. They ended up I losing to Baltimore in, in Baltimore. In Baltimore. Okay. So, and there's like, uh, uh, the offensive line, because Burrow was getting sacked a bunch, Skip. They're like, well, they paid all this money for an offensive line, and it looks like it's the same as last year. But he kept going. They stuck with it. Um, Chase, they won a couple of games with Chase being out with that hip. And then when he came back, they took they, off. They took off. And, and he was a big part of it. Oh, yeah. He, oh, he legit. Oh, okay. yeah. So here we go again. Jonah Williams not practicing. Uh, Cap is not practicing. I don't know who's going to protect him, but they don't seem to be bothered by this. The same guy that protected him last week. They did an outstanding job. I, I don't know how. But, but Chris Jones and, 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 and Frank Clark and Dunlap, they're going to have to have some games. They're going to have to play. They're going to have to get to Joe Burrow. You can't leave, if you leave him clean, you can't beat him. He is Brady-esque. He's more of, I'll pick you to pieces yeah, if you give yeah. me a second yeah. back here. Just, just give me an extra second. I will pick you. I'll find the open receiver, and I will get him a catchable football. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Right. I mean, he's in the running for defensive he player is. of the year. Yep. Uh, and he's, and, and no, everybody he's knows why. 15 and a half sacks at the D tackle position. But, Skip, he's going to probably have to have the game of his life. Dunlap, Clark, those guys, they're going to have to play the games of their life because it's contingent on them. Because their back end leaves a lot to be desired. Yep. And if Joey B is clean, he'll throw for damn near 400 yards against that secondary. Okay. 
So my final takeaway is I don't love what Mike Hilton is saying. I don't love Eli talk, 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 talking and lighting up a victory cigar after a divisional round game. But I do love Joe Burrow, and I think they believe in him so much that they are speaking with his confidence. Yeah. Like he, he, the whole team is a reflection of that quarterback. Right. Yeah. And the, the quarterback, you want to talk about unfazed. He right. is the ultimate. Well, unfazed. you heard him, Jim. He said, I'm him. He threw the yeah. touchdown to uh, yeah. uh, Hayden Hurst. He yeah. said, I'm him. I'm him. And then they <laughs> asked him about it after the game. I said that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the quarterbacks go to a different place when they're out there. They, do. they become very, very competitive. And so you, you sometimes you just, if they say something outlandish, you're like, okay, that's not him speaking right now. We'll address <laughs> this at a later date and time. Yep. This game has all the makings of a classic, guys. The line's already been all over the place. It's favored the Chiefs twice, the Bengals twice. We'll see where we end up come this Might be pick'em by Sunday. All right, so on the other side of this one, guys, Patrick Mahomes, he talked to reporters yesterday about how that high ankle sprain is feeling. How is the rehab process going ahead of that AFC championship game? Take a listen. It's doing good. You know, I've had a few days of treatment, a few days of rehab. Uh, excited to get on the practice field and kind of test it out uh, and uh, see where I'm at, but uh, it's feeling good so far. I felt better than I thought I was going to be after the game. I mean, moving on it during the game definitely definitely hurt, um, but uh, after the game, I was able to rest it and kind of ice it up and do different stuff like that. I felt in a little bit better position, and obviously the next morning felt a little bit better, and I've continued to get better throughout the week. So uh, we'll, we'll see how I feel today at practice, and I'll get a better, better feel for you all, and I'll be able to, I think, answer a little bit better tomorrow. Shannon, interpretation, please, and percentage-wise, how healthy actually will Mahomes be come hell kickoff? I, hell, I wish I was uh, Dr. Elitrot. Yeah. <laughs> what are the doctors at the, at the uh, clinic over there, Skip, and mm-hmm. I can give you a better indication. But You know what? I'm not even sure they would know for a fact. <laughs> you don't know because you need to be that person yes. and to be on that ankle to be mm-hmm. telling how, well, how it feels. But I tell you what, Skip, if he didn't have this ankle injury, how healthy would he be? Would he have been on the injury report? I doubt he would have probably even been on the injury report. Now, he's going to be on the injury report because we know the ankle. He suffered an ankle injury in last Sunday's game, but a uh, Saturday's game. But I like the fact that he's not making excuses. He's by the way, he wasn't listed as limited, limited. in yesterday's practice, practice. so go right. ahead. So, I, Skip, he's not making any excuses. I've always felt that he would be better on Sunday than he was the second half of the game because he would have a full week of ice, rest, stem to get that ankle as opposed mm-hmm. to having it injured and then trying to come back out the second step, mm-hmm. ha, st- uh, second half. I, st- I think he'll be healthy enough to give them the best chance to win this game. I think he'll be good enough to give them an opportunity to win. And we've seen, since that video came out of him talking and him walking up the podium, the best have swung towards Kansas City. That's why the line flipped towards Kansas City now being favored by one. I don't know if I've ever seen the line over, all over the place like this, Skip. And Jim mentioned earlier, yeah. two and a half. To minus one and a half, back to now plus to, uh, to now one. So I haven't seen a line like this. Uh, you saw uh, Mahomes stretching, skipping, bounding during practice. So clearly he feels uh, uh, good enough. The question is, how healthy will he, will he be? Healthy enough to push off? Will he be able to get out of harm's way if the rush is coming? Can he elude that rush like he could if he was a hundred? Not no one's hundred percent healthy at this point. But can he elude the rush? Yeah. Get those quick, critical first downs. Escape. Get outside. Throw the ball down the field. That's going to be very, very important. Okay. But I think he'll be healthy enough to give them a great chance to win. Gut feeling, 75% healthy? 60. 60%. I'm going 80%, but I'm guessing as are you, as is everybody else. 
Patrick Mahomes' ankle obviously has become the biggest story in all of sports. Yes. It is the giant X factor in what's about to happen this Sunday at Burrowhead or Arrowhead or whatever you want to call it. Okay. I have gone through this so many times in my career with big injuries to superstar players going into huge games, and there's no way to know because, to your point, only one human really knows. It's not the trainer there. It's not the team doctor. It's Patrick Mahomes knows what it feels like. Right. So I've watched players and coaches go through this many, many times, and there are many ways you can play this. You can exaggerate your recovery to force the other team to prepare for every facet of your game. We got to prepare for them getting outside the pocket. Or you can, you can poor mouth it. You can sandbag it mm-hmm. and, and say, um, <laughs> I, I, just, I, I don't, don't even know if, I, I, don't I, don't even know if I can even play yeah, in this yeah, game. Yeah. And, and you can kind of lull them to sleep. Right. You can refuse to talk about it all. Say, I'm just not going to comment on that this week and make it a big mystery right. for everybody mm-hmm. just to, to make it a big X factor for the other team. Or you can just flat out say, I'll be honest about it. I'm going to tell you, I feel really good. I feel ready to go. That's what he, he came across. He convinced me yeah. yesterday that he may have convinced some betters. Right. He did. I, I'm feeling pretty good here. Right. right? Say, I feel better than I thought I would. Yeah. Man, I come to the game in a motorized scooter. Yep. Okay, Man, you could. Okay. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. <laughs> remember, remember Paul Pierce? Yeah, in the yeah. yeah. You I'll be Paul like Paul Pierce? Yeah, I'm going to be like one of them people like they're walking, uh, going around in Target on those scooters. Skills. All right. Check it out. If I'm Pat Mahomes, I'm coming to the game. Okay, all right. That's another way to play it. The issue is it's just an ankle. Yeah. And as long as the ligament is not torn, and I'm assuming it's not, as long as a bone is not fractured, yeah. and I'm assuming that's not the case, you have a chance for a fairly quick recovery. Right. If it's a hamstring tear or pull, you just can't. Right. I, I watched Emmett go into the it'd be the 94 season championship game at Candlestick. Right. Cowboys at 49ers. And he pulled his hamstring the week before and he tried and he tried and he just he was half a man. He right. he just couldn't right. go. And it hurt them. Remember they fell behind 21 to nothing yeah. and they roared back because Michael on Michael Irvin on Dion yeah. and they just kept the Troy had no choice but to throw it to Michael. But Skip, I think the thing is, is that because of his right, that's the he backs okay, that, that's that's the stop. Okay. And that's the come forward with. Okay. So if, if if that's now the ball can be going all over the place. All right. I was there the afternoon in 1988. It was game six of the NBA Finals at the Fabulous Forum out here in Los Angeles, now just the home of a lot of concerts. Yes. And I watched the Isaiah Thomas, the Hall of Fame oh, Isaiah yeah, yeah, Thomas, yeah, yeah. pull off one of the great yeah. feats in the history that of That fourth sports. quarter was. Hey, well, even the rest of the third quarter. quarter yeah, that third quarter. So, pull, yeah. In the third quarter, he, he ends up scoring 25 total points yes. in the third. That's but he had already scored 14 when he turned it way over. Yeah. I saw the ankle after the game. I was standing with Isaiah at his locker when he took everything off. Right. And it was a grapefruit. Yes. It was gigantically yes. swollen. Yes. So it was legitimately turned right. and hurt. But he just kept on keeping on, and he scored 11 more in the third quarter and, and was pretty good down the stretch of the fourth quarter. Right. And the point was he, he went up scoring 43 with eight assists. It, it was a miraculous performance on a very turned ankle. Yeah. Now, I don't know the exact pathology of what it was, right. but they got one day off and came back for game seven, but he and wasn't he wasn't, he wasn't that close. great. He scored 10 points. He did have um, – 
seven assists. He he, yeah. he wasn't himself. No. No. And they lost game seven to the Lakers, right. which you could argue they would have lost anyway. I don't right. know. But maybe if he's going for 43, maybe right. they got a shot. Right. But the point was he did do that. Right. On a badly turned ankle because you got adrenaline flowing. Yeah. And I don't know if they shot it or not. I, I just don't know. He came right yeah, back, back in. He didn't go to the locker no, room. No, they, no, no, no. They probably, no. Didn't, they probably didn't shoot it back there. Yeah. But they probably shot it the next the, okay. that day that he played, uh, the, the, day, the day and a half after that he played, they probably shot the ankle because, you know, back then they had car, archaic way of thinking right. about okay. medicine. Now, I'm going to say this about Patrick, and I mean this as nothing but a compliment, but he has a lot of great showman in him. He is a great entertainer. His entertainment package on the field, that's why he's no-looking and between the legs and behind the back and left-handed passes. He, he really played to the crowd the other day. He got a little melodramatic with all of his hopping and skipping around. Yeah, but you do okay. that, Skip. I, I've, yeah. I've had that ankle injury, Skip. Yep. You, you do it. I mean, and you don't really think about it. And then I go, went back and looked. I say, damn, I'm hopping like a bunny. Mm-hmm. Okay. Skip, you don't want – because, first of all, you, don't, you can't do what you normally do. And you kind of walk in like – like you're old, like, like you're slew-footed in one foot because you don't want to put – because you're walking on the heel. You can't get up on them toes like you once could. Yeah. And because – and the thing is, like, Greg was when you do a rehab, he's like, okay, take your time and walk. You want to get back to your normal gait, normal gait. Yeah. I'm trying to move normally where I can move normal yep. is that the walk on my heel. Yeah. Because there's less pressure on it. So I get what he was doing. Still. Oh, no, 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 no. In a game like that, because I've had it happen several times, you hopping. Oh, that's okay. you know, well, you he was put... hopping all over the field. <laughs> yes. But he still played pretty well. He played okay. I, I thought yeah. he played pretty well. Right. Played well enough. You know why, Skip? Because you don't want nobody to fall on the ankle again. Okay. Because so, if somebody, if somebody, if your foot is out there and somebody drops something, you snatch your foot back. Well, my foot hurt. I don't want nobody rolling on it again. Yeah. So, so he, if you notice, when he threw that touchdown to MBS, Skip, what did he do? He jumped. He did. Because he's like, uh-uh, y'all got me last time like this. I was in a crowd. That's and what true. happened to do pulled me down from okay. the back. Ain't going to get me again. All right, so the most significant stat in this game is the fact that Patrick Mahomes led the National Football League in passes thrown outside the pocket. It's just what he does. He does. He's better off script. Yes. He's better when the play sort of breaks down and he breaks the pocket and he's just making it up in the backyard on the fly. I'll see you and I'll hit you over there. He's got plenty of arm strength. If he needs to heave it all the way back across the field to somebody, he obviously is highly capable of doing that. So the question becomes, can he get outside the pocket on this ankle? And I'm going to guess he probably will be able to because you could just see his demeanor, and I don't think he's an actor. I think he was telling you at the podium yesterday, I am truly feeling pretty right. good, better yeah. than I thought. Yes, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. He had that sort of glow about him that he was pretty happy with where yeah. he was, right? Yeah. I, I sure wish I could have felt like that, Patrick. I had my ankle injury. I never felt better than what I thought. Yeah. I couldn't wait till Sunday to get it shot up so I could feel yeah. better like I thought. Yeah. But he's still going to – I still believe he's going to get that ankle shot up. Yeah. So the, the the ankles that I've turned, I only know it from running distance. But and, you don't. But you don't. Way over the top. Because yeah. listen, with a running shoe and an orthotic, and they're already built up in the back. Yeah. It's like wearing a high heel, and if you turn it, you're going to turn way to the ground. Absolutely. Okay. But every time I've stepped in a hole and turned it completely over to where it goes black and blue uh, oh, up into that. my calf. Mm-hmm. 
I can still get home running because you can still just kind of plod straight right. ahead and you're okay because right. I don't have to go there and I don't have to go <laughs> right. there. Exactly. Okay, exactly. so it's just straight <laughs> ahead right. and you can sort of get away with right. running straight ahead. Right. Well, obviously, that is completely different than what's about to happen right. here. He needs to be able to push off out of the pocket side to side. Right. And now the world holds his breath over this ankle. I just, I'm going gut feeling, watching the demeanors of these players over the years. I think he's going to be around 80%. Right. And again, will they shoot it again? And will that oh, help? Absolutely. Sure it will. Mm-hmm. It, it just will because it, if you can mask the pain for three hours, you have a chance to be pretty right. good. And I think he's going to be pretty healthy. Right. I've been very fortunate, Skip. I never, and when I played, yeah. I never rolled my ankle over the top. Mm-hmm. It was always, I got, got tackled got, like got Patrick Mahomes. Inside. It, it's terrible. It's just terrible. <laughs> That's that's where you can really get injured. Yes. That, that's where yeah. bad stuff yes. can happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time I was like, yeah. damn, why can't I be fortunate yeah. to roll a little I don't know. Yeah. Is a running shoe with orthotics like wearing a high heel? Yes. I think that is Close. a very tricky question. It's, uh, <laughs> well, I had, I'll, guys, I'll show you my running shoes and you might say. Mm, well, I ain't had no running shoe or high heel in a long yeah. time, so mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Mm. Guys, one thing that might help Mahomes out, the weather forecast is looking a little bit better for Sunday in KC. Still going to be really cold, but possibly no snow. So that would certainly help footing. All right. AD, guys, returning to the Lakers. Does that mean they are poised to make a playoff Mm -hmm. run in the West? Let's talk about that when we come back. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. And while scoring deals up to five times faster, it's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo? To that epic trip, that adventure, my boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me. Or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. All right, Shannon Lakers. They snagged a 113-104 win over the Spurs last night with one Anthony Davis returning from that foot injury. AD scored 21 off the bench to go along with 12 boards. LeBron finished with 20 points, 9 rebounds, and 11 assists. So close to that triple-double. Shannon, 
Are the Lakers about to go on a run toward the top of the Western Conference? No, I'm not looking at no one game but beating a bad, bad, bad. That's not how you opened the show how today. Many, how many bads can I use to, to, to describe the Spurs? You know y'all bad, too. No, look, AD started the game, he was a little rusty, but I expected that after, after missing 20 games. But then he found his rhythm and looked good and started dominating. 21 points, 12 rebounds. It's the four block shots, and it's the altering of the other shots. You see the defense now, Skip? Everybody going to there, and everybody got a pump fake now. You just ain't going there laying the ball up like, look at hand behind your head like you Carl Malone. Mm-hmm. Nah, that ain't happening because AD was throwing no. it up out of there. Even Schroeder got uh, closed out on a three-point shot, blocked it. The guy got the ball back, passed it to another guy, AD, like, uh-uh, get it up out of here. That's not happening on my watch. Mm. So with that being said, Skip, no, I'm not saying they're going to go on a run. They got a tough – they got Boston, I think, Saturday, and they got Brooklyn. So they got a nice little road trip that's going to tell me a lot about these, about this team. Man, my heart sank. Man, you know, Skip, AD was trying to shoot that shot to close out the third. Let's show it. Let's see it. This is right at the end of the third quarter. He just tries to heave one, and <laughs> Zach, Collins. Zach Collins gets in his way and in his landing space. Yep. And, oh, Lord. That, that's exactly what I see. Uh, I know. I said, I said, man, come on, bro. You know, that rolled over significantly yes. to me. I thought it was. Skip, because you got to think about it. He jump, I mean, AD is jumping, trying to launch the ball, and he oh. comes down. I was like, oh, my God. I said, AD, I said, the man just got back. And it's that foot that has yeah. a stress reaction in it. What? And so I was like, she, I said, here you, you know, go again. It just said, I said, it's just not meant to be. And he, he jumps b- right up. Right up. And he walks right to the free throw line. And he goes, bam, bam, bam. And he swished all three of them. I ain't need those. I need those ones against Philly. And I need the one against know. Boston. <laughs> That's true. But, but, I, but, but he had bricked one so bad at the first when he first came in that yeah. it hit the backboard before yeah. it hit the rim. Yeah. And so uh, I thought he played well. He was, uh, free throw line. He shot, what, six or seven from the free throw line. That's the AD that I know. Like I said, Skip, he was the, the, the best plus minus plus 17. Now, Skip, look, I know more about this team in the coming week. Because on the road at Boston, on the road at Brooklyn, on the road at Indiana, yep. on the road, on the road, on the road. Yep. So we're going to find they're at, at the Knicks. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we'll find out a lot more about them. But, Skip, no, I'm not, I'm not going to say, you know, we're about to go to the, the top of the – let's just try to get to the sixth seed to stay out of the play-in. Yep. And then once we get to the playoffs, nobody trying to see us like that. Mm. So to your point – at Boston, at Brooklyn, at New York, at Indiana, at New Orleans, then come home for Oklahoma City. No joke It's easy. That's easy. Mm-hmm. Chalk, chalk that one up. I'm chalking that one up right now. Are you really? Yeah, chalking that one of the Pelicans I, too, I may, Jen. I may take the points on both. There ain't no games. points. Yeah, you're, oh, you're, you're the You got to shake your, your oh, the, the OKC Thunder. They're in front of you guys. You're okay. behind them. How many points do you think you'll be favored over Oklahoma City at the Crypt? Maybe two. Maybe five or six. Two. Oh, we got some for the Pelicans, too, yeah. Jen. I'm still waiting on my gift, Jen. Mm. Anytime now. Mm. Interesting. You, too. You bet that game, too. I did not bet that game. <laughs> y- you owe me so much, and I don't ever see the light of taste of any of it. And then following Oklahoma City come your team, the Milwaukee Bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Visit. We got something oh, for them. You, got you remember what happened last time we played them? I, I remember several times you've lost big cases to me. I just asked you a question. Do you yes, remember last time we played Up with the Bucks? There I do. What go do? He was very good. That was their best game of the year overall. 
You can't trust Giannis, though. But oh, no, you can't against, trust Giannis. And then you go to Golden State, and then you go back to Portland, where you have you, do, back do, to do, the do, scene do, of the crime. Do you know what we just did in Portland? I, Rally from know. 25 down. And then you got New Orleans, and you got Golden State, and then you go at Dallas, at Memphis, at Oklahoma City. It doesn't get that much easier. So over this stretch of the next you know what, dozen you, games. All those teams that you listed off on there, they're looking at us like, damn, Lakers coming. Lakers, Lakers. You know what? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that statement. I think they're now saying – uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah, we got somebody. We got somebody that's gonna give us double digit rebounds off the rip, off the rip, and gonna give us like he had a little off game. But wait, did that rhythm get back? I can see him going right back to 27, 13, 27, 14 mm. on a nightly basis. Mm. Goat James staying right where he is, thirty mm. points. Mm. So. Here's why your team is the weirdest team in all the NBA, because despite all this firepower, despite, quote unquote, Goat James, despite the return of A.D., who in just what did he end up playing last 26 minutes, 26 minutes, 21 and 26 minutes. That's pretty great. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. He looked like, dare I say, Anthony Davis, the P.E.R. Prince. Right. Despite Rusk won seven for 15 from the floor for 14 points. And, and only committing three turnovers, despite Hachimura coming in and playing, well, let's give him 22 minutes and scoring 12 points. is pretty good. I thought yeah. he played very well, and he'll play both ends of the floor for you. Despite all of the above, would you believe that the lowly Spurs led 82 to 81 going to the fourth quarter? Yo, okay. So we turned it over. We, we let y'all feel good. Okay. Make y'all feel good. Keep the fans. Here's how bad the Spurs are, just for those who have lost touch. <laughs> the Spurs are dead last in every defensive category. These were the once mighty San Antonio Spurs whose calling card, whose mantra, whose philosophy was defensive based. Yeah. But they had this guy named Duncan in the middle yeah. who erased all the mistakes, right? right? Well, you guys have always had really good defenders, Kim. Yeah. Remember, y'all had David Robinson, who was defensive player of the year. Y'all had Alvin Robinson, who was defensive oh, player of the year. Now you're going way <laughs> yeah. back. Yeah. So you had yeah. Timmy D, Kawhi. Y'all <laughs> have a bunch of defensive players in the year, Skip. Okay. Y'all had big artist Gilmore. You did. And when Manu <laughs> decided to play defense, yeah. he could play defense. The point is that even offensively, they have fallen to 28th in offensive efficiency, which is out of 30 teams is pretty bad. So you can make an, a case that defense and offense combined, they're, they're the worst team in the NBA. Yeah. And yet you trail by a point going to the fourth quarter. We took it lightly. Okay, it's impossibly wrong because you got all this stuff going on and you're trailing the Spurs yeah. by a point. We, we, we trail them by a point, but then, we, you know, we got on, you know, stepped on the gas on you. Okay. That's, that's a great luxury to have, Skip, mm-hmm. that I can step on the gas and you can see taillights. Okay. So you finally stepped on the gas. LeBron did turn it over right out of the, 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 the quarter break going yeah. to the fourth quarter. But then McDermott hit a three, so they're up four. And all of a sudden you go on a 10 to nothing run sparked by guess who? The quote-unquote goat or phony goat. Could we see what LeBron did? This was with 8.33 left in the game. LeBron James finally comes down and says, okay, give me the ball. I got this. Guess what? He finally made a three. Would you believe that with 8.33 left in the game, he made his first three of the whole night? Would you believe that, quote, unquote, Go James went one of six from three after going nine of 14 the night before? A career-high nine? And what boggles my mind is you would think with back-to-backs at home, you would come right back the next night and say, man, I'm on fire. I feel this. I, I got 
I got some flow going, yeah. and you would think he'd make four or five the next night? At 28. Huh. You do realize the man played back-to-back. So yeah. you see now, all of a sudden, you ain't happy with that. The what? man at 38 played back-to-back. He wasn't even supposed to play. I know, but he's licking his chops because it's the Spurs. He wasn't supposed okay. to play. Well, that, nobody said he wasn't supposed to play. I said that. Michael Jordan 10 times played all 82. What yep. are we talking about? What, what, what about the year and a half that he took off? Huh. Can LeBron James take a year and a half off? Yeah. What about the three years that he well, took off? He should have. What about the two months LeBron got to take off that before is, the bubble championship? And, it, and what about the uh, year two? You remember year two? He took off 40-something games. Mm. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, I, I then. do remember that. So I give LeBron some credit because yeah, he detonated the 10 nothing run sure that put taillights on, on the Spurs, <laughs> sure right? Look at that three. That thing okay. looked good, that thing looked good, didn't go. it? Look at that pass. Look at that pass to Hachimura. He, he made two or three. He made two or three passes last night that were dimes. That I said nobody can do that but that guy. And I always tell you he is still the best passer in basketball. So you got that going for you. Three point wise, not so much. And, and, pretty, and a pretty good damn score too. No, really. You He's won't talk about good. that. Yeah, but nobody talks about the fact he has now fallen back to 147th in three point shooting out of 149. He is barely above 30% at 30.4. Whoa, 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 whoa. See, I, I'm going to keep you fluctuating because at first, when he was hitting the three, you talk about the free throws. Well, you can't talk about the free throws now, so now you got to focus on the three-point shot. I'm going to keep you focusing on something. He, he's almost the worst in the whole league. At, at free throws? And, and guess who plunged beneath him? Russ last night went over three, so he's plunged to 148. LeBron 147, Russ 148. Let me ask you a question. Where is the other free throw at free throw percentage? That thing hovering around almost 80%, ain't it? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. But for the year, he's like 76%. No, he's which 77. I, I didn't look at this, but it's like ranks 120th. Mm-hmm. I can't stop you yeah. from talking about this free throw percentage, uh-huh. but I'm going to break you out of habit. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, KD leads the league in – Free throw percentage oh, by the way, at 93%. Where, 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 KD? Yeah, he'll be back in another couple of days. Here. No, a couple of weeks. You heard what he said, a couple of weeks. He'll be there. He should have been there last night. The man got an injured knee. What you thought? Yeah. should have been there. Yeah. If he'd been there, they would have won that game. Hold on. That's, you know, you're the one that got Philly. Mm-hmm. I ain't got Philly to go nowhere. Yeah. I got the Bucks in the, in the, uh, the, uh, the Celtics. I, I got the Sixers. Yeah, they're going to win the East. They're the best team. No, they're not. Oh, well, they've only won seven in a row. They've won, uh, what, 10 out of so 12? Where, so what are the law firm going to be? Is uh, one of the partners breaking up? Who in Boston can deal with that seven-foot monster? Who in the Nobody. Who, who can deal with Tatum? Who can deal with Brown? Who? Nobody. I got lots. I got Tucker. No. I got Niang. I got defenders. I got depth. I got Maxie. I got this guy I got, named James I got, big, I got Big Al. I got uh, Bigfoot Al. I got uh, Robert Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Would you believe that, huh, the Philadelphia 76ers have crept within three games in second place of the Boston Say that. Hold on. What you said again? Crept within how many games? Three. Of who? Yeah. Oh, okay. I know what yeah. I'm talking about. Y'all, y'all creeping up. Yeah. What you creeping up on? You're creeping down because you now <laughs> lost three times to Orlando? Really? Hey. We've seen that before. Hey, uh, uh, guess uh, who stopped Boston Celtics from winning 73 games that year? The mm. little Bobcats. Mm. The little Bobcats. Yep. Yep. Mm. Little baby tails. Okay. So, so I got two, two last comments on what? this. My coach, who I've never loved, Greg Popovich, has gotten exposed just the way Bill Belichick got exposed when Brady exited stage left and went to Tampa. It ain't never been about the coach. Mm-hmm. It's never been about the coach. So all of a sudden, they are the worst defensive team when 
that they won championships based on playing defense. They were always number one in defensive efficiency. And it's what happens when you don't have Tim and you don't have Manu and you don't have Tony and you don't have Kawhi. All of a sudden, look at them now. Well, is Greg Popovich a genius? I think not. So is is he bullying the media these days? No, he doesn't have any reason to bully him. Let's give the man got the man had. He coached three top. uh, 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 I mean, he got three top 50 players with Kawhi. Tim Duncan and, 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 and David Robinson. Yeah. And then you got yeah. Tony Parker, you got Manu, all those guys gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Damn, he got five. You only get to play five at a time. Okay, but I'm just saying, without all that, look what yeah, happened. Yeah, of course. Look, Coach Belichick gonna be the same. Okay, well, that's what's happened to both of those guys. Yeah. So I don't think they're godlike, right? You could say the same thing about Phil. Okay. I mean, Phil got Phil coach Shaq, Kobe, uh, Jordan, and then wherever you put Scottie Pippen there, and he had Dennis Rodman, who's the greatest. Small rebound well, in the history I, of the game. I, I never got to see Phil with a mediocre basketball Hell team because nah. he never did a mediocre. And you never would. Right. That's why he would. Co- hey, Phil, we're going to pay you a lot of money to come coach the Knicks. No, I go in the front office and mess y'all up, but I ain't coaching. <laughs> mess up true. my resume. That is true. I will give you that. Final takeaway from last night. I don't want to hear another word, another peep about LeBron needs some help. He does. He doesn't need any help. Why don't he? He's got Austin Reeves on the way back. He's got Lonnie Walker the fourth on the way back. He's got Hachimura here to stay. Really, Hachimura, right. That's that's a big addition right there because he can defend at the highest level. I don't want to hear any more excuses. You guys should take you, off. You, you had to pray. You got on your knees and prayed because you're like, God, I'm going to come out here and say some spew some bull jive, and I, I want know. you to forgive me. No, Tell me no, Hachimura is here to stay. Well, he is. <laughs> yeah, I know he's here to stay. He but you make it feel like the man huh? going to the All-Star game in a really? couple of weeks. Huh? Well, I, I think they all blessed him. Russ played with him at, at Washington. What did I got to do with anything? Well, they said, yeah, we want him. You've got everything you need. This man. You've got two top five players. That's what you tell me. LeBron's playing top five basketball. He is. Okay, you should take off. That schedule I, I just gave you, the next 12 games, you should win nine of them. Oh, but that's not what you said. You read like, oh, ooh, look at this. No, I don't I'm know. just saying, but, but then you reversed it and you said, yeah, they're dreading having to play us. They are. That is true. They are. They are. Okay, so I want one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I want you to win t- uh, 10 of 14. 10 of 14. We'll, be ten, we, we, we'll go 10 and 4, 9 and 5 at the worst. 9 and 5? 9 and 5 at the worst. Okay, well, I'm saying that. I'm, put, I'm putting three cases on 9 and 5 well, right now. I, I just I put, went the other way. Uh, how about this here? I'll I said what. 10 and 4. How about this here? Give me four cases. I, I don't want – I'm not going to bet against what I just predicted. No, 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 because no, you don't believe it. I do believe it. You be trying to suck me in the best, no. but I'm going to get you back, though. 10 and 4. I go 9 and 5 for two cases right now. 9 because, and 5? Because, hold on. Why, why would Skip. I do it when I just said they're going to go 10 and First 4? First of all, you don't know if LeBron's going to play every game. I don't know. He's Iron Man again. There you go. Huh? We don't know if AD's going to play every game. You, you, I mean, you, you don't skip. You, I mean, you just got the car back. You don't just try to put 100,000 miles on it in a week. They're better than every team on this list except maybe Boston. That's about it. I just, they, they already beat Milwaukee at Milwaukee, so they can beat him at home, right? The, the only losable game here is at Boston. I may have to up this to about – I'll go 11 and 3. Wait, no, no, man, ain't nobody listening to you. Huh? I know what you're trying yeah, to do, but it ain't going to no, work. No, everybody's listening. No, no ain't nobody listening to you. 11 and 3. You, now all of a sudden left. You went 10 and 4, and now all of a sudden you go 11 and 3. Mm. I'll bet you three cases they go 11 and 3. Nope, I ain't betting. <laughs> I ain't betting you against the Lakers. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Nope. Yep, I bamboozled you Lakers have the 13th hardest strength of schedule going forward, at least as of how everything sits right now. And, Shannon, mm. 
You are right. I do owe you for yeah. our bet. I told you beignets can't ship. I can't send beignets. I'll you send you a king cake, beignets. though. That okay. ships extremely well. Okay. A big All right, one. guys. Let's talk a little <laughs> bit. A big one? Yeah. Deal. Deal. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about the Eagles. Nick Sirianni and this Eagles squad. Is their top seed actually a sign of disrespect? We'll explain coming up next. Eagles fans up in arms after Nick Sirianni gets left off as a finalist for the Coach of the Year Award. Who's on it? Giants Brian Dable, the Jaguars Doug Peterson, and the Niners Kyle Shanahan all made the cut. Sirianni getting the Eagles to 14 wins, left off. Shannon, did Sirianni just get snubbed here? Hell yeah, he did. He absolutely should have been nominated, Skip. Um, his quarterback was in the MVP discussion all year long. They tied for the best regular season record in the NFL. And um, they broke their record. That's the most wins in franchise history, the number one seed. I'm just trying to figure out why does the coach of the year nominees only get three, but all the rest, I mean, got five, uh, and they only have three for the coach. Mm. Come on, Skip. This man just definitely, <clears throat> he's five wins over what the projections were. Five. Brian Dayball is two. They projected to win seven games. They, mm-hmm. won, they won nine. Yep. Same goes for Doug Peterson, Kyle Shanahan, plus three. They gave him ten wins. He absolutely should have been in consideration for coach of the year, given how well the Eagles. Who had the Eagles in the NFC Championship game? Hell, I'm not even sure Nick Sirianni had him in the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. And you mean to tell me that can't get you a consideration? You mean to, I, I, Skip, I'm not taking anything away from any of these guys. Dougie P, what he's, what he's been able to do to get the number one overall draft pick to win the division, even though we know that was a crappy division, that give him credit. He did that. He, he did. did do that and he won a playoff game. Yep. But the voting was already in. Yep. I'll give Kyle Shanahan because this is his third quarterback. Trey Lance get hurt. Jimmy G get hurt. Brock Purdy, <clears throat> give him credit. Brian Dayball, he did unbelievable thing because, hell, I thought uh, 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 Daniel Jones was just a jag, just a guy. Yep. And he's got him playing like, you know what, he's not just a guy. He might be, we might can make something out of him. But the say Nick Sirianni doesn't deserve coach of the, coach of the year consideration? Yep. I don't know what the hell they're looking at. I mean, what's the criteria? Hmm. He absolutely deserves it, Skip. And they, they, they missed a the boat on this one. They missed a the boat on this one. I can't answer your question as to why only three get nominated in this category. Yeah, they got five, and, and they got five, Skip, for the MVP. Everything else, yep. Okay, I agree wholeheartedly with every point you just made, yet the irony of what you just said is exactly why I think Jalen Hurts should be the MVP. It's all of the above. Who saw Philly in the NFC Championship game? And again, it's off the regular season, right. but it ended quietly for Jalen because he unfortunately at Chicago got hurt. Mm-hmm. But he came back at Chicago with the injury and continued to play and threw for 109 yards and had three or four big runs on third down and goal line that kept him afloat at Chicago. I don't know how you could ask for much more right. than that. So his degree of difficulty to me, was much higher than Patrick Mahomes because the winning culture was in place in Kansas City. Andy Reid was in place. Travis Kelsey was in place. I give you, you lost Cheetah, and I thought it was going to be a more significant loss than it turned out to be. But the team is pretty good, and and every time I watch them play, and this is going to be fascinating to watch Sunday, I think their defense is pretty good. The first year – 
Yeah. No, no, Kansas City. Oh, oh, oh. I'm just saying their their team is is a, it's a pretty good football team because you keep talking about Chris Jones. But that is your question. Of the four teams yeah. that's in the Final Four, who has the worst defense of all of them? Kansas City. Oh, you taking the 49ers? You taking Kansas City no. defense over the 49ers? No. What about the Eagles? What about the Bengals? Okay. But it's it's relative to those other three. Maybe it's not quite as good, but it ain't bad. Yeah, Skip, you look at the numbers. The numbers say they're, they're pretty bad. Hey, Legereus Sneed, every time I watch him, he is a stud, man. Is as, he, as a is, blitzer. Is he slay a bat, Black Bradbury? Huh? Is he slay a Bradbury? Yep, he is. No, he is. He's really good. He is, to me. Oh, Lord. Yes, he is. I, I, I saw Dak Prescott through for Put up. Let me say it this way: He put up forty points on Slay and Bradbury. Yeah, Skip. Forty points. Yeah, I, I'm, look, all defensive had a bad game, but I'm saying if you look at the totality of it, Skip, they got the third most sacks since the sacks became an official stat. They got seventy. Okay, they can rush the passer. I give you that, but I, I don't know. I've seen Slay get slayed, and um, I'm, I'm a little concerned about them on Sunday. I'm yeah. a little concerned because ugh, they're, they're up against the <laughs> juggernaut. Yes, but all the teams have outstanding offenses. But I believe while all the teams have outstanding offenses, the defense, I think Kansas City has the uh, – uh, it's hard to say you have a bad defense, but the defense that's not San Francisco, the uh, Eagles, uh, Cincinnati, I think I think the, uh, the Chiefs' defense is lax. Okay. All I know is – Start to finish this year, the Eagles were the best team in the NFC. Start to finish. Yeah. Because San Francisco didn't start from the start. Right. Because they took off with the last pick in the draft. Mm -hmm. And he's won seven straight games. Correct. And I give Kyle high marks for that because that's a whole lot about Kyle. But don't you say, you, I saw what you tried to do earlier. You tried to sneak that in and talk about Jalen Hurst should be the MVP because well, of the well, it is. wins over it, it, Okay, well, you you just gave the case for Jalen being the MVP. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. No, I, hold on. Okay, so, so if Nick Sirianni isn't even nominated, then J that means it's all about Jalen. Uh, 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 is Andy Reid nominated? He no, lost Cheetah. Because everybody thinks he's – it's like the Jordan syndrome. Well, so let me, let me he, he could be the coach of the year every year. Let me ask you a question. If I took A.J. Brown, Brown away from Jalen Hurts, what would you yeah. think his numbers would be? Because they took Cheetah. They took 1,700 yards mm -hmm. and six touchdowns away from, from, from uh, uh, my homeboy. And he still got the most passing yards, most passing touchdowns, most total, total touchdowns, highest QBR. Travis Kelsey is the greatest receiving tight end in history. I ain't arguing if, that. If, what if, we, what if did you, we debate? What if did you debate got that? him, you got him. Yeah. So you're good. You're showing that you got away without Cheetah because all when in doubt, you just throw it to 87. Just throw it to him, and he's always open. He gets open every play. Sirianni, look, he might have showed up looking like a, a vacuum salesman, yep. but he definitely deserved to be in the coach of the year discussion. And, and you can make a case he deserved to win the award. Now, I don't know who's going to win in the award. I probably, of the nominees, I probably give it to Kyle Shanahan mm. because Doug Peterson does have the number one pick in the draft. Brian Dayball does have the number five or six pick in the draft. Okay. That's a hundred. Skip, that's, a, that's the 260, what, so you say 67 okay. pick? And that's the third quarterback. So okay. you, uh, Trey Lance to Jimmy G to this, and look where they are. Okay, and Nick Sirianni has a second-round pick that most people thought was taken way too high that you were never sold on for his first, what, what are we what, into, three years now? Well, you sold on Purdy. Was anybody sold on Purdy? No. Okay. The, the man, the man skipped two. Mr. They called the man Mr. Relevant. Okay. That's how that's how sold they were on him. 
who has the best team except for the quarterback? Who has the best team minus the quarterback left in the tournament? 49ers. They do. That's the point. They are flat out loaded. I know from last Sunday evening. Yeah. They are top to bottom stacked everywhere. Yeah. With with skill, talent, and then that the Eagles is hellacious. And then the Eagles. Yeah. And then the Bengals. Okay. And then Kansas City. Okay. So the the point is that Kyle had a whole lot to fall back on except for the quarterback, right? right? Yeah. And the quarterback looks like Joe Montana Jr. to me, so maybe they just hit on something. Right. Maybe maybe it was Brady-esque, right? Does well, he we, not look like the future to we, you? He does. I mean, we'll, we'll, find, we'll find out. This is a big, a big moment. The pre, uh, I mean, he's handled every pressurized moment because as the regular season was going uh, coming to a close, each game got bigger and bigger, bigger and bigger. And then he won a wild card game, and then he won a divisional game, and then he won – here he is at the, at the, the, the precipice of getting to the Super Bowl – with the, AFC, with the NFC Championship game. What if Kyle just got lucky? What if John Lynch just got extremely lucky where out of heaven that luck Brock is, Purdy just fell in their lap? Luck is what happened when preparation meets opportunity. Okay, but... The opportunity to select him was there. Are you prepared? Did you do your homework okay, on it? Okay, Do you right. know? Okay, but think, think how many teams said no to him. Well, they, well, they didn't do the homework. Okay. That ain't my fault you didn't do your homework, you yeah. didn't study for the well, test. And you th- this is what I always said about Brady and Belichick. If Belichick had really done his homework, he would have taken Tom Brady in the first or second round as opposed to the sixth You could take him in the first based on his resume skill. Based on, you would have taken him in the first round after the Orange Bowl. Okay, but if you really know what you know, you'd say, I want that guy, and I want to make sure I get that guy, so I'm going to pick him at least in the second round instead of the sixth Skip, round. Skip, you go base all that on one game. Okay, I just think everybody, <laughs> everybody missed on Brock Purdy. I think the 49ers missed on Brock Purdy and took him as a camp arm with the last what, pick what? in the draft. It was a what-the-hell pick. It's like, well, we, we need somebody to throw in well, camp. Skip, you Let's do, just take him. Skip, you could do that with any late-round pick. Yep. Hell, I went the seventh round. Okay. You, Johnny Randall was an undrafted uh-huh. free agent. So you could you can do that, Skip. But I'm saying it's just hard to say they should have taken Tom Brady off of one game because you liked him because he did against Alabama in the okay. Orange Bowl. All right, but you're saying Kyle deserves coach of the year for doing what? Did, did he make Brock Purdy what he is? Or was Brock Purdy already what he was? No. Skip, you can't have it both ways now. You can't say, well, he was this before. Uh, he's been this. Do you believe he'd have been what he is right now? But look at the, the way Kyle has schemed it up, mm-hmm. made his job so much more easier than what it should be. I, at that position, I don't know if the job's ever easy. The man, the man yeah. got to a Super Bowl with Jimmy G, and you got little to no respect for Jimmy G. I mean, look what he's doing with Nick Mullins and all these guys throwing for 300 yards. Man, Jimmy G bit him in the behind it, in the fourth quarter it, it, of the Super Bowl. Did Kyle not call the great play? Had Emmanuel Sanders wide he open. He had him. He did. But I mean, Kyle can't do it. Kyle can't throw the ball for yeah, him. Yeah, but it's not like Brock Purdy fastened uh, his seatbelt. Kyle fastened the seatbelt for him and said, no, you, you got to drive this at 32 miles an hour and stay between these two lines right here. He's letting him. Skip, run and gun. Skip, it ain't like you're throwing in the tight windows. Yeah. He, I mean, the guy, well, the guy, the guy uh, Kyle is scheming it up. Yeah. McCaffrey and, and, and Wilson's running the ball. It's not Wilson. No, Mitchell. Yeah. Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. Mitchell yeah. running the ball. Yeah. And you look, you got Debo. I mean, you got two number ones. You got Debo. You got Ayuk. You got Debo. You got Jennings. You got Kittle. You got those two back. Outstanding offensive line. Play behind a great defense. <laughs> mm. 
Jalen Hurts should have been the MVP of the season. Oh, based on what? He changed the, the culture man got two, in The man got two number one receivers, yeah. a great running game, offensive line. The, he became the new face of that franchise. Man, I can just imagine. And you know what? He's about to take it out on the 49ers. I can imagine that Patrick Mahomes yep. had that offensive line yep. throwing, it, throwing to uh, A.J. Brown, Devontae. And, and Goddard with that running game. Huh. That man might have threw for the numbers that they tell that man simulation had for Dak. Huh. 57 touchdowns yep. and 6,000 yards. Yep. That would have been a reality. Really? That would have been a reality. Can you imagine what Jalen Hurts would have done with Travis Kelsey? Uh, can you, uh, oh, he would have lit it can up. Can you imagine what Patrick Mahomes would have done with two number one receivers? Mm. He'd have lit it up. Yeah. Which, so which one number one receiver you want? I tell you what, I'll trade you A.J. Brown for Valdez Scantling. Mm. And then I'll throw in Juju for Devontae. Okay. okay. We good? I think Tony's pretty good, actually. He can Tony fly. Who? Uh, what's his name? Kadarius Tony for the Chiefs. Okay, I, really? I, okay, I, I yeah. give you Valdez Scantling, yeah. Juju, and Kadarius Tony uh-huh. for A.J. Brown and Devontae. Huh. You want that deal? Well, I, I'll take Kelsey. That's all I know. He, he's like the biggest security blanket in the league. It's, there's nothing close to him. Give us that running game. Huh? Give us the offensive line and running game. I don't know if those backs they have are any better than the backs in Kansas City. Which one of the backs going to the Pro Bowl, Miles Sanders or Pacheco? Um, Pacheco looks like he's Pro Bowl bound the way he's running. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you, 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 well, you, you don't even believe J- that. Jalen's going to take it out on you. He's going to take it out on the 49ers. You watch. Oh, so you're picking the Eagles, huh? Yes, I am. Cowboy fans, you hear that? He's picking a rival. A division rival, and he threw um, Dak. And he threw Dak Prescott jersey in the trash. I did. And he said trade Dak Prescott. And he said Mike McCarthy <laughs> should be without a job. And the trash has been carried out. <laughs> it is gone. It's gone to the dump. Cowboy fans, you hear that? I want y'all to know that's the biggest cowboy, and that's what he's done. Yeah, may that's- that jersey rest in pieces. Pieces. <laughs> I've you had to, enough. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. It's been an emotional week for Skip. You should be, uh, you should be ashamed of yourself. He's cleansing spiritually. No, don't be proud of yourself. <laughs> Guys, it is time to talk about Dame time. How impressive was Damian Lillard's historic performance last night? Is it broken? Skip no, it is broken. Weigh in started? on that when we come back. <laughs> Dropping 60 points last night on only 29, yes, 29 shots. Blazers win 134-124 over the Jazz. This is the third lowest attempt ever in a 60-point game. It's also only the second time anyone has reached 60 points on 10 or fewer free throw attempts. Talk about redefining efficiency. Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how impressive was Dave's performance last night? 10. Because of the efficiency in which you just spoke of, Jen. Skip, he's doing 29 shots. He's 21 to 29 in 10 free throws. Carl Malone did it on 26 shots in 1990. James Harden did it on 24 shots in 2019. But, but 23 free throws attempts. Yep. Yeah, come on, man. Mm. I mean, and, and the thing is, Skip, it's not like Carl Malone was like 6'9", played back to the basket. Mm. So a lot of those were layup dunks, you know, things of that nature. And he had 23 free throw attempts. Skip, Dame is launching the ball from 30 feet. It, it, it's crazy. And it, look, it, it, I don't think he gets the credit that he deserves because why, Skip? It's like most quarterbacks that played in the Brady era. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get the credit you deserve, not with that guy doing the 10 Super Bowls, not when he went in five, seven of them. Mm-hmm. He went five MVP. You're not going to get the credit. He just happened to be in the same era as the greatest shooter to ever play a basketball game. Mm-hmm. If he wasn't, we'd be talking about Dame like we're talking about Steph Curry, Skip. I mean, here and now, he has... 
He's tied James Harden um, uh, and, and Jordan with four 60-point games. Only Will. Ain't nobody ever catching Will. You can forget that. Ain't nobody going to ever get 32. He got 32 60-point games. Kobe has six. Harden has four. Jordan. I can see Dane, when it's all said and done, being in second place. Mm. I would not be surprised if he doesn't have, when it's all said and done, somewhere between. I, I give. I, I will say he'll have seven. Yeah. He'll have at least seven 40-point games. Now, Skip, he has 15 50-point games in his career at regular season and postseason, which is the sixth most in, in league history. Skip, it's, it's, he was just unbelievable last night. And I've always thought he was a, a great – because I only got a chance to see him, Skip, when they played Cleveland. You know, I'm trying to go to bed. I ain't trying to step and watch no – but just watching him, I got an appreciation for just how great of a player that he is. Mm. Uh, I love that, you know, I would wish that they could, like – put pieces around him and they can win a title, Skip, or have him contend and compete for the NBA Finals. But, Skip, I'm just amazed at this man, that he's able to do that at his size. And the way he can shoot it, the way he can just back up, shoot, sidestep, put it on the floor, he can elevate, he got mid-range. Offensively, he has no weakness. Offensively, he has no weakness in his game. Tremendous handle. Skip, that was a 10 last night. Hmm. Okay. I cannot disagree. In fact, (laughs) <laughs> 10 doesn't do it justice. You, you need to go to 20 for this game because this was about as rare as it gets because he is shooting from distance. He is, what do we give him, 6'3", maybe? I don't six know if two, he's 6'3", yeah, 6'1", six, 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 maybe. 6'2", somewhere in there. He's built stout, but and, and he, can, he can move side to side and he can elevate. But, yes. but again, 6'1", okay, maybe 6'1". Yeah. And to make 21 of 29 shots, and as LeBron made the night before, nine of 15 threes. Isn't that well? No, LeBron was nine of 14. Yeah. But still, nine is just hard to do. Right. And he is shooting from serious distance <laughs> yeah. because it's kind of what he does. Right. Yeah. And frankly, he's a great entertainer, especially at home. And those people want to see logo threes yeah. from Dane. Yeah. That's just what he does. Right. And if you throw <coughs> in. Excuse me eight assists and seven rebounds to go with your 60 points, that's a game. For a 6-1 guard. Yeah, okay. So I'm, I'm giving you the highest marks. But what astounds me about this is we see these bursts from him. And what was your stat about 60-point games? Yeah, he's four now. He, he's uh, third place with uh, James Harden and Jordan. And, and he's now the oldest player at 32 to ever have a 60-point game. Right. That's great. Maybe LeBron could eclipse that at some point, right? I mean, I thought he had a chance he when, he scored, when he scored 56. Mm-hmm. I thought they would leave him in, Skip, and let oh, no. him get 60. The problem I always have with Dame is it doesn't happen regularly. We don't get these salvos on a regular basis because he's not Steph Curry. Steph, just almost every night, can give you five or seven or ten threes. Right. But Dame this year is shooting 37% from three, which ranks 78th in the league among three-point right. shooters. Well, it's not that great. It's, it's good, but right. it's not great. And I just, unfortunately, had to watch him last Sunday evening it, at home Below, what were they up at halftime? 25. 25. They're, they're, up, they're, they're up 25 points at halftime. And he was okay in the third quarter, but he was not to be found in the fourth because he went 0 for 4 in the fourth quarter and 0 for 3 from 3. Yeah. And at the end of the game, all I saw was Pat Bev do, doing this. What time is it? Man, that's Pat Bev. What time is it? What time is it? 
and they clowned him as Clippers in the bubble. Remember, early mm-hmm. in the bubble, they were finishing throw. up the regular season. Yeah. And on a Saturday, remember yeah. the Saturday afternoon? Yeah, he, he went to the line late against the Clippers and missed two free throws. And Pat Bev and Paul George and somebody else who's mm-hmm. over there, they're, they're just clowning him. Right. They are taunting him. They're making fun of him by doing it's Dame time. Right. We've seen him make some big shots in the postseason against Russ, head-to-head with Russ in Oklahoma City. Yeah, he got James Harden. He beat James Harden in, in, beat, in the playoffs, too. He beat James Harden. But but I can show you a bunch of series against Golden State when you could have taken over. It's, it's your time. And, and you had C.J. alongside, right. who's about as sharp a shooter as you can find in this league. And when they went against Steph and Clay, they, they had no chance. Ain't no harm in losing to yeah. Stephen Clay. Okay. Well, they, they never could get over that hump. They right. couldn't get over the LeBron hump I, yeah. in the bubble. I, I, I like, Skip, I like that he's his own man. He marches to the beat of his own drum. He's not swayed by chasing championships. He's like, at the end of the day, you're going to judge me what I do. Because there are a lot of guys that are great. There are a lot of guys that won championships that's not as great a players as guys that didn't win championships. So I don't necessarily attach. I just think we, we, we attach a championship when you talk about the greats are the greats. When we're trying to get yep. that top ten player, skip that okay. top five player, yep. I do think championships should matter, uh, along with some of the other stats. But the only thing is, Skip, he's doing what Steph's doing, but Steph did it first. Mm. Steph did it first. Steph yeah, is, but he's not doing exactly what Steph does. Well, he had, he hadn't won the championship no. with Steph, but I don't think I, I think if it's hard for me to say if I put KD and Clay and Draymond with Dame Lillard in Portland. I don't see a scenario where they don't win a championship. You're probably agree? right. But but who would be the best player on the floor? KD would. Yeah, that, that's not saying anything, Skip. Yeah, I got it. it, it There's not, there not very many players in the history of the game that if KD's on the floor with him, he's not going to be the best that player. That's a fact. So that's not, that's not a slight against Dame. No. Okay. But Dame has had his chances to leave, and he wanted to stay in Portland. Yeah. And I do not blame him for that yeah. because it does your heart good that somebody wanted to stay there and say, I, I love this place. But he, Skip Dame looks at it like, y'all make it seem like if I were to leave that I'm going to be guaranteed mm-hmm. of winning a title. Yeah. There ain't no guarantees. Okay. I might get hurt. The other star player that I uh, uh, join up with, he might get hurt. There are no guarantees. Dame said, I'm going to stay right here. I'm going to make my $500 million, and, and I'm going to have like six generations set for the rest of their life. Will. He will. And that's how he looks at it. Yeah. The man is great in his community, plus, not plus, just Portland, Oakland also. He, he is. Portland is a good place. I, yeah. I love Portland. I, I could live there. I think it's really underrated I great. I wouldn't go that far. And I would. <laughs> but, the, but the point is that it's still big fish in little pond. I love his coach, Chauncey. And oh, yeah, I hope, yeah, I love, yeah. And, and, and they're better. You know, they keep yeah. getting a little better. But, but they're, I, I, Skip, they're not no serious contenders. Okay, they're 23 and 25. And no Dame has missed some games. He's played 36 or 40. Yeah, he had, had a hamstring injury. He, he missed 12 games. Yeah. But still, where are they going? No, Probably not no going, place. No, they're not going nowhere. Okay. But I'm still going to marvel at Dame. Yeah. I'm still going to yeah, – I well, get a chance you, to watch him. I'm going to watch him. That was it. That was a showcase <laughs> that he put on last night. Yeah. Skip, you remember that game last year against the uh, the Nuggets? They ended up losing double overtime. They did. And he lost his mind. He is, I mean, they're like – I'm like, bro, file him. Don't let – the dude stepping across, like two steps across half court, letting it go. Right. Everybody looking at Mike Malone like, what you want me to do? <laughs> no, what? he's highly capable of these. Yes. And maybe the Portland fans are okay and satisfied with occasional this. Would I be surprised if he made 15 threes in the game? No, Mm-mm. not at all. Okay. Would I be surprised if they won the championship? Oh, yeah. you're shocked. You're going to be surprised. You're going to be shocked. Yeah. <laughs> 
It'll be fun to see who gets hot after the All-Star break, guys. We're closing in on it fast. Back to the NFL we go in this weekend's playoff matchups. Joe Burrow, gentlemen, do you think he's playing that underdog card a little bit too much? <laughs> Skip and discuss on the other side of this break. his career against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. But while talking to reporters yesterday, Burrow is certainly not overlooking his opponent. Take a listen. We've been in these spots. Um, we have the experience. We know what team we're playing. The team that's been to this this game the last five seasons, and they've all been in that stadium. So to me, they're still the team to beat, and then we're coming for them, but we know it's going to be tough. We know it's going to be going to be hard fought, and we know the kind of players that they have on that side. Shannon, what do you make of Joe Cool's comments there? Nothing, because I don't believe he believes that. Joe Mixon just said they're the team to beat. Mm. Everybody knows they're, 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 the they're, they're the new big dogs, and everybody got to deal with that. I'm not buying all of a sudden this underdog mentality, Skip, and they need to stop pretending like they're not good enough. Hold on. Do we, did we get that video? They are the reigning AFC champs, right, Skip? Mm-hmm. They are currently routing a 10-game win streak, right? Mm-hmm. Did, we get, did we get that video last week when Joe Burrow says they asked him about being the un- – we have it. Can we hit it? Pull it. Oh, we don't have it. Okay. Skip, there was a video. There was a, uh, they asked Joe Burrow what's it like to be the underdog. He's mm-hmm. like, I never see myself as an underdog. Mm-hmm. So now all of a sudden – He did. <laughs> so, he also said – do, do, he was asked, is it's your window. window closing? He said, my window will be open my whole career. <laughs> exactly. Right. So now all of a sudden, mm. and he's beaten Patrick Mahomes three times in a row. So now all of a sudden, he would have, uh, you know, you know, it's going to be tough. The last five years, they've had all those games in their building and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, but you don't believe that. No, I believe that. Joe, hold on. And they got him biting up coming off the field. I'm him. Mm. Him is never an underdog. Skip, you remember they asked LeBron James? They asked LeBron James the concern. He said, well, Joe, LeBron, why are you not concerned? He said, because I'm the best player in the, in the world. When was this? Yeah, uh, the, they, were playing the, uh, they were playing Golden State in the fi- NBA Finals. Okay. And they asked LeBron. He said, because I'm the best player in the world. Mm. Which finals? First one? Might have been the first one or the second one. Okay. Um, and so with that being said, look, I don't think Joe Burrow sees himself as an underdog. I, he might have thought he was an underdog, you know, once he got to uh, uh, going to Ohio State and then having to leave and go to LSU. But from, from his senior season on, Joe Burrow has never, ever looked at himself as an underdog. Okay. And I don't think he's looking at himself as an underdog, Skip, because he knows he's going in there with more, more than a formidable team that can beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. I think <laughs> between the lines, maybe under the surface – what he's thinking as he says all the right things yeah. yesterday is I'm the one who inspires no awe. Patrick inspires awe. Josh Allen inspires awe because right. they can throw it 70 yards right. in the air. Patrick can throw it behind his back and between his legs and without <laughs> looking and left-handed. He can throw it any which way you want to throw it, and I can't. So I don't translate to, to highlights I, I don't take people's breath away. I just go win games. Right. So that's what Brady. Brady yeah, ain't got no that, highlight. That is correct. And, <laughs> and Brady went the whole career and won all those Super Bowls, seven out of ten. And yet his signature play is right. what? You don't remember what? I don't know. He made a. I mean, obviously you don't win that many Super Bowls without making break plays. But the one throw you like, well, do you remember that throw that Brady made? It was like the one throw, la la la. You don't know. 
Mm-mm. They just all of them just like ho ho, win touchdown, we win, we yeah. win. Except the first six <laughs> required game-winning drives yeah. in the fourth quarter or overtime, but you can't remember a single throw. No, I, I do remember the three third and ten conversions yeah. at Kansas City right. in the cold right. in the AFC Championship right. game in overtime. Right, because it's just hard to do. But but they were all the same. They were like cookie cutter plays. Right. It goes Edelman, Gronk, Gronk. We've seen those a thousand times. Right. And they were just like out routes or they, right. they, they, they didn't go for Ooh, touchdowns. Right. And the, the last play of that drive was Burkhead went one yard right. for a touchdown. Right. Well, that, that ain't going to make any highlights. Like the throw in the Super Bowl where Aaron Rodgers made the Greg Jennings. Oh. That tight would – you were a post route and it goes the distance. Right. Brady didn't have any of those. Right. He didn't have any walk-off throw for 70 yards that beat somebody right. in overtime. Yeah. It, it, it never was that way. He just kept winning the game. Yes. Joe Burrow has a lot of Brady in him mm-hmm. because he's got a nice arm. Right. I, I'm not going to say it's a great arm. No. He's very accurate. Yes. He's actually deadly accurate. Very. He, he can move way better than Brady does, and he takes way, way more chances in the pocket than Brady ever thought about taking because he will stand in and get right. punched in the mouth. Well, Brady, Brady, you know, Brady early in his career would take chances. Yeah, he would. You remember, you remember the one at, at Rich Stadium when he was scrambling? And uh, he got he came up and he didn't slide and the guy knocked his he helmet blast. <laughs> he yeah. knocked his helmet off. Well, well Burrow always refers to some play early in Brady's career that inspired him as a little kid because Brady be got his block knocked off and jumped right back up and and was like I'm going back to the huddle right now because yeah. you didn't hurt me. Right. Okay. So that's Joe Burrow. Right. So he, what what he's thinking is I'm up against a guy who is at his best when the play breaks down. Right. Because Patrick is at his supreme best when he bolts the pocket and whatever got scripted is gone completely yeah. off script. Yeah. So now he's rolling out. He's looking. Maybe he'll keep rolling and running because once he gets unwound, he can lumber down the right. field in, in a shockingly effective manner. But in, in the big picture, he's just looking to make it up on the fly because when he goes raw instincts, that's when he is at his deadliest. Yes. Because he does have the arm talent. He does have the shortstop athletic talent where he can just make it up on the fly in the backyard. I see you. I'm going to get this ball to you. I'm going to throw it over the heads of three defenders and get this ball to you. That's when he is at his greatest. Right. Burrow is the complete flip side. He wants to beat you before the snap. He wants to be able to look like Peyton did and say, I got you. Right. I got you. Right. Snap it. Right. Here we go. Right. And it's going to be silent count because it's going to be really 127 mm-hmm. decibels loud or whatever it is, 146. 142 yeah, is the record. 142. Okay. So he's going to clap his hands or whatever they're going to do. Just give me the damn ball because I got you. Right. I've got somebody open. I, I got Hayden Hurst open. I, I already know I've got you because I'm going to checkmate you before the snap. Well, right. that's the way Peyton played. That's the way Brady mostly has played. And that's the way Joe plays. Well, it doesn't translate into highlights. So he gets a kick out of going to beat Josh Allen at his own game in the snow in Buffalo. And I think he got a great kick last year of going to Patrick's house and beating him at his own game when they're down again. They're down 21 to 10 at halftime. And slowly but surely, they take over the game. They won the second half in overtime 17 to 3. That might be, I mean, those might be impressive. Because if you look at Peyton and and, uh, Tom Skip, Neither ever beat the other player on their opposing field in the playoffs. Every game they played five times, yep. the home team won all five. So for to do what Burrow has done, 
is very, very impressive because it doesn't happen that often. No, it doesn't. So he knows he's saying all the right things yesterday, but the real Joe Burrow came out like Psycho Tom comes out in the heat of battle. I'm him. Yeah. Grammatically, it'd be I'm he, but I won't won't correct that. But I'm him. I'm I'm that guy. I'm the guy. I'm LeBron James. I'm the best player in the world. I'm what you came to see. Yeah, that is correct. And I'm going to make the throw, and you can't stop me. Right. That's how he feels. Like, he doesn't care who it is. I got my three. I got my tight end. I got my two backs. They might kind of protect me, but I don't even care if they protect me at all. I'll just figure it out. I'll maneuver right. here in the po- pocket. And if you give me a lane, I'll take it. I'll take off on you, yep. and, and I'll gash you for 15 yep. yards, and I will slide. Yep. And it may not look all that pretty, <laughs> but I'm, I'm actually sly athletic on yes. you. I'm subtle yes. athletic, he, sneaky he, he athletic. Is, he that, in the words of Tony Baker, look at what you came to see. Mm-hmm. I'm what you came to see. Okay, so that's what he thinks going to Kansas right. City. And I don't think he's at all afraid yeah. Of the Chiefs at their place. Even though it didn't go for a touchdown, the, t- the throw that he hit, uh, Jamar Chase at the back of the end zone. Yeah. And Milano was able to, you know, I, I make thought it rattle. It was really good. It's just it, big it, time. It throws like that in the snow. Come on. Come on. That, I mean, Again, I would have given him a touchdown because Milano's <laughs> dislodging the ball after he's left the back of the end zone. But, but the point is, I don't know if you can throw it much better. No, you can't. You can't throw it much better okay. than that. And the pump fake, you know, they, they fake the jailbreak screen, and then they slip <laughs> Hayden, Hayden Hurst, Hurst. Up, up, up the rail, and yeah. then boom. Yeah, when he, when he let the ball go, I thought, that's too far, but it hit him right in the hands. Okay, way to go. Will Arrowhead become Burrowhead this weekend, guys? <laughs> It'll be fun to watch. We'll find out soon. All right, I need to get your opinion, gentlemen, on A.J. Brown and whether he needs to chill out, calm things down a little bit on the sideline. Let's talk about that when we return. Visibly frustrated on the sideline during the Eagles' blowout win over the Giants on Saturday. Brown explained his frustration to reporters. Take a listen. If you throw the ball to me 100 times, I'm going to want it 101 times. Me personally, I just feel like I can change the game, you know, in a moment. I'm never the receiver to, to, to go on the sideline or to try, try to cause, like, problems on the sideline. I'm not that guy. I think, I think that's what you can describe as a diva or whatever the case may be, but I'm not that person. Shannon, you know what it's like to want the ball. Mm-hmm. Were you okay with AJ's sideline behavior? Great. Uh, and I think Nick said, I, I didn't see anything there. I think Nick Sirianna said he was kind of frustrated that he was being injured. Obviously, the, uh, the wide receiver, you know, we want to get into a rhythm. We want to catch the ball early, give it to us early, make sure you have me late. Um, I just want people to be as upset with the quarterback like they are every other position if something. See, the quarterback, that's just passion. That's just the passion. But a receiver does that, DB does that, man, they a diva. Whoa, that's a diva. Now, I watch A.J. I watch AJ Brown block like he's an offensive lineman when Devontae caught the swing, caught the jailbreak screen. He blocked and drove his guy clean out of the end zone. Nobody said anything, but that's passion. That's wanting to see another guy succeed. A.J. Brown said, look, guys, when, I, when I'm frustrated, they don't give me the ball, I go on the sideline, I'll talk to my position coach, I'll talk to the offensive coordinator, this is what I'm seeing, blah, blah, blah. Handle it like a professional. Handle it great. I love that. He explained it. Yes, I want the ball. Yes, because I believe I can help my team win. And when I don't get the ball, yes, I'm frustrated. But I'm not going to cause a scene. Mm. I, I don't I, – I, there's no there there. And like he said, he just wants to get into a rhythm. So that's what everybody – I mean, just imagine if you're the quarterback. 
we're not going to let you throw the ball till the second quarter. We're not going to let you throw the ball till after the half and see what type of rhythm he get in throwing the football if you wait that long. Mm. Receivers are the same way. You don't get a running back, you don't say, hey, we're going to come out, we're going to throw the ball like the first 50 times, and we're going to let you get into your rhythm late in the third, fourth quarter running the football. Receivers are the same way. They just want to get into a rhythm. I had no problem with the way A.J. Brown handled it on the mm. sideline. Zero. I did, but I am a big Jalen Hurts supporter, as you know. I had a problem with the timing. I have watched Michael Irvin and Jerry Rice throw absolute fits on the sideline yeah. when the game is hanging in the balance. Oh, right. I can change it. I can, right. I, I, I can tilt the whole plan. Just throw me one big ball because the game is hanging in the balance. It was 31 to 7. They are on the doorstep of the NFC Championship game at home. It's just a bad look. It's, it's a bad vibe for a team. You what don't do, need Skip? to do that. He was just showing his frustration. He was a little pouty, just a little. It was, I mean, so okay, he, had, he had one catch for whatever it was, eight yards, and, yeah. and he was not happy. And I get that he wasn't happy. I don't think you need to openly display your frustration for all the world to see because what do you remind me of? Everything's on camera on the sideline. I know quarterbacks can do that every time. Okay, but it's different because uh, they, they're initiating. They, no, no. They're throwing. You are dependent upon the quarterback. Yes. So, right? so, so how do we know, like you tell me all the time when I tell you something went wrong and you say, well, Shannon, how do you know? How do we know the quarterback didn't do something wrong? Okay, how do we well, know? Some, a lot of times it was the quarterback's fault. So I, okay? I, all I'm saying is, Skip, is that when the quarterback have these outbursts, stop saying that it's passion. Stop saying that it's his love for the game. But every time any other position have that position, that's being a malcontent or he's being a diva. Okay, but I don't ever remember a, a star quarterback pouting on the sideline because he didn't get to throw it enough and they were running the hell out of it because Philly ran the hell out of the ball. Would they end up with 268? Yeah, yeah. 268? Yeah. Right. Well, A.J. should be on board with that. He should be ecstatic over uh, that. Hold on. Okay, y'all got me out here like an offensive lineman. I'm blocking. Yeah. Okay, okay then give me a bone. When, when, my, when okay. my dog goes outside okay, and potty, it's, it's, I give him a treat. But it's 31-7. So, why the hell you think he got 31-7? I'm blocking my ass off. Okay, fine. But you don't need to be pouting about I'm it. I'm not pouting about it. Okay. I'm just saying, if I – hold on. If I you, hold on, am I still out there in a thirty-one-seven ball game? Am I still yeah. out here running routes? Okay, okay, throw me the damn ball. Then. All right. So I looked at regular season stats. AJ got one hundred and forty-five balls thrown at him. Yes. And Devontae got one hundred and thirty-six. So nine more balls got right. thrown during the regular season to AJ. Ironically, Devontae actually caught uh, five, seven more passes. Yeah. He, he caught he caught ninety-five right. to eighty-eight. Right. Well, that that's pretty great, except. AJ's yardage was 1496 to only 1196 for Devontae. Right. So he was catching a few fewer balls, but much bigger right. games because he was more of a deep threat. Yeah. And plus, AJ, okay. AJ, AJ's going to have a few more drops yep. because AJ's looking to get to the house. He, he's looking that, to that's get his to the mindset. House. That, that, okay. That's his and, mindset. And he also got to the Pro Bowl, and yeah. Devontae didn't get right. to the Pro Bowl. So all is well in Philadelphia, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's, they're fine. He just let you know, hey, I'm out here, hey, I'm out here blocking and running these routes. Hey, y'all throw me something. Throw me a little something now. Okay. Throw me something, mister. It's a good thing. <laughs> All right, guys. Ben Simmons, how did he look against mm. his former team? Got to get your opinion you on that. that? Yeah, we'll discuss okay. in just a moment. <laughs> faced the 76ers for the first time since he was traded nearly a year ago to Brooklyn. Simmons scored 12 points and 10 of those came in the third quarter. 
Now, he was benched for the last nine minutes of the game, we should point out. Shannon, what's your biggest takeaway from Ben's performance? Yeah, Ben is what he is at this point in time. You can't pin your hopes on Ben Simmons scoring the basketball. And, 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 and Jacques Vaughn benched him in the final minutes because they were down and they needed someone that could get some, some easy buckets. He said, Vaughn said, we really want to get to a point where your teammates are depending on you, depending on you to do your job every single night, every single possession. Ben showed some abilities to play with force in the second half. Skip, Ben said, Ben says in the first half, says he didn't realize, say, just realize that we need some easy buckets in the first half. I was trying to find my guys way too much. Ben, you were down by 13. What did you realize you didn't need no buckets? Mm. <laughs> I mean, Skip, that's like, and when they can't, and I kept saying this, oh, we don't need Ben to score. That's like having a receiver on the field saying, Skip, we don't need him to catch passes. Well, what the hell you got him out there for? Mm. You have to, he has to be a viable scoring option. When he's on the offensive end of the court. And he doesn't even look. He burns up. He even looks at the basket. Mm. So, Jock Bond's like, no, nah, we got – and they inserted. They, they changed the lineup, and they got back into the ball game. Yep. Seth Curry got hot, got the cooking. Claxton was, what, 11 or 12 from the, uh, from the field? Skip, you don't mind me asking who had the highest uh, – plus, the lowest plus minus? Mm. The guy that you said will change everything. Mm. What are he changing? He does. You realize how good Nick Claxton has become? Nick Claxton played him to a draw last night. Look at the numbers. Whoa, 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 whoa. Played whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a I, second. Wait a second. I think you're missing the boat here. Who's going to be first team all defense? How about Nick Claxton? He's going to make first team all NBA defense. Watch. Just watch. Just watch. Hold on. I'm talking about Ben Simmons. Yeah. Okay, but, but I'm just what, saying you went off on Joel Embiid. Uh, Joel Embiid played about as well as he could play against Nick Claxton last night. Man, hold on. Okay, and Yo, by the way. Six of 18? Yeah. Is that good? How about Joel Embiid, 13 of 13 from the free throw line? Has there ever been a big man free throw shooter better than Joel no Embiid? Blocks. No, thank you. Uh, skip. Thank well, here's, here's you. The, he's ranked number one in defensive win shares, number one. Okay, how about Okay, this? back to Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Should right. Ben Simmons, with, okay, with KD being out, shouldn't he be Back to the scene player? of the crime. He's back in Philadelphia, and there were three or four times he took a pass in the lane, and he didn't even consider shooting the ball. He hot-potated it to the, one of the shooters. Okay, I got it. But in the third quarter, what did we see from Ben Simmons as the Nets did creep back in the game because they did win the third quarter by one point? What did we see? Uh, Mr. Sharp, he scored 10 points just in the third quarter he alone. Did. He did. Well, if you could do 10 points a quarter, you'd score 40, yeah, right? Yeah, but, but you know good okay. well. All right, so what did we see? I think we have these shots, if we could see them in order of what he did in the third quarter. Here we go. Here is Ben Simmons. Oh, a little jump hook with the right hand. That was a right. That was a sweet shot. Maybe he should shoot. Free throw. Right. Oh, he just shot it left-handed as he is, and he makes another. Oh, he made both of his free throws. He did. A rare sight. Here he goes again, and he's up and under, and he makes that. That was a little lucky, but it was with the right hand. And here he goes again, and he gets a dunk. That was easy. And then he's got one more coming up here, I do believe. And he swoops to the hoop and makes a shot. He's highly capable of doing all of the above because he was initiating. He was playing with aggression, right? He is capable. I've seen him before. I've seen him score 40 points yeah, in a game. The man is 6'10". Mm -hmm. He is. Just say he's capable. Okay, yeah, you're capable of a lot of things. But yeah. how often does he does it? Do it. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't he be the second best player mm -hmm. when KD's out? He should be. Well, I mean, Kyrie is Kyrie. Ky but Ky but Ky way, Ky Kyrie's Kyrie made, the best, best player Ky when KD's I, I out. I didn't ask for this video, but Kyrie made one swoop to the hoop shot up against, and under at the end of the game. Joel I, said, I said, that, that's impossibly great. Like, there's no human on earth at, what, what is Kyrie, 6'2", who, who can do that? I, it's just like, un, 
godly. But, but Skip, what we're starting to see is that when Claxton and Curry are on the floor, you talk about your, he's the fifth best option. Skip, he can't be that. Okay, but he can defend at the highest level. This team is quietly sitting there percolating at a pretty high pace what? right now because wait until they get – when they get KD back in there – well, well, if you don't mind me asking, well, who did he guard? Because Tyrese Maxey had 27, James Harden mm-hmm. had 23, Melton mm-hmm. had 19, yeah. Tobias Harris had 18. So he must be guarding P.J. Tucker. No, he, he guarded a bunch. Ooh! Of yeah, well, again, I, I picked the Sixers to win it all. I, I did. I, well, mean, got, I, I picked to win the East. The East. Yeah. But I'm just saying, yeah. but Skip, I mean, you say he guarded. I mean, James Harden was 6-12, Melton was 7-10, Tobias Harris was 7-11, Tyrese Max was 8-14. So I'm trying to figure who he had. Maybe he was guarding Joel Embiid, and that's mm-hmm. why Embiid went 6-18. Because mm-hmm. if he guarded any of these other guys, yep. uh, Harold was 2-3, 3-5, 2-4. So I'm just trying to figure out who the hell he guarded. Okay, they're just really good. The Sixers are really good. De'Anthony Melton was a huge pickup for them because he just might make second team all defense because he can perimeter defend with the best. But what I'm talking about is offense. The man yeah. had 19 points, and you mm-hmm. tell me Ben Simmons is, is a great defender, yeah. and I see everybody shooting down, shooting over 50% from the field with Ben Simmons guarding them. Okay, they're at Philly. They're really good. Uh, do you realize they've won 10 of the last 12? Do you realize since January 1st, since the year changed, they are the best team in basketball record-wise? They're, they're on a roll. They've won seven in a row. What do you think is going to happen? And yet – Back into the game crept the Brooklyn Nets. And to your point, they took Ben out in, in part because they didn't want to see Hackabin start right. down the stretch. And they wanted to score some okay. easy buckets. All right. And Seth got it really yeah. good. And Joe Harris is starting to percolate and cook and make shots also. This, this team, th- these, both these teams are very interesting to me. And you love Boston. And you love Milwaukee. And my dark horse is the Brooklyn Nets, and my front runner right now is the Philadelphia 76ers, and Joel Embiid is the MVP. Don't do that. Well, he just did. No, 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 you know, you well, know, you know, you know when Nikola Jokic is doing out oh, west. You know what Jokic is doing. Yeah. yeah. I'll take Embiid over Jokic any take day him or night. I'll you ain't going to take him to the MVP? Yeah. The man about to be three times. Do something uh, since only Larry Bird. I'm not sure Jokic could guard me. Seriously. Skip. But who's guarding him? You keep saying Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid. Who's guarding Nikola Jokic? Well, Joel Embiid can guard him. Guard him where? where has he anywhere. Put, has, has he put up a triple-double anywhere. on him? Anywhere. Anywhere. Skip, come on. I man. would love to see that in the finals. I'd love to see Embiid versus well, y'all Jokic. Not, first of all, Embiid you're not, would destroy First him. of all, you're not getting there. Yes, see, we are. this is what we know. The, the uh, Jokic team is the number one seed in the West. Mm-hmm. They have the best record. Yep. You got the what best record? Second best okay. in the East, and we are on the rise. Before well, it's over, we might have the best. I mean, when the sun is already up, yeah. it can't rise no high. Yeah. Oh, yeah. James Harden's turned into John Stockton. I never thought I'd see that. I mean, John, John, uh, uh, Harden has already <laughs> led the league in assists. You, you just worry about your team. Uh, which team? Whichever one you choose. You, you, I got Clippers over Sixers in the final, and I'm sticking with it. And I love it. You saw what the Clippers did to your Lakers the other night. I mean, uh, it's destruction. Just a, just a matter of time. Yeah. Just a matter of time. Those high heel shoes he played in, those New Balance. Yeah. That's, what you, that's your running yeah, shoe, the New Balance. Shoe. That's the high heel yeah. shoes you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he was talking about. Yeah. New Balance. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to show y'all a pair of my high heels, and if y'all can play in them, hats well, off. We're Two not King talking about spike heels here. Nah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Flats. That's all yeah. I own. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Do the Niners give the Eagles some bulletin board material? That's coming up next.
Skip will be interested in that one. All right, Niners receiver Debo Samuel told reporters he's not worried about the noise in Philly because, quote, no stadium is as loud as ours at the end of the day. Shannon, do you like or have a problem with the fact he said this? Skip, I didn't know crowd noise. Crowd noise become a new thing now. It yeah. seems like these guys spend a lot more time worried about the crowd noise than just go play. Just go play football. The crowd is going to be what it is. Yep. But I, these guys spend a lot of time thinking about the crowd noise. It's just so, I don't even know why you brought that up. I don't, the crowd is going to be crowd. Now, now the crowd wants to go out and show you. Mm. Okay, you don't think we loud. You think you louder than we are. We're going to show you. Yeah. Just. I know Debo has to defend his faithful, and I, I get that. And if anybody can go back it up in Philly, that guy can back yeah. it up. But trust me, I've covered many, many games, attended many games in Philly and in San Francisco. Ain't even close. No. Philly is way louder, and you, Debo just might have detonated an even louder crowd because they will shake those stands with noise. And plus, the wide receivers, we're least affected by it because we're yeah. looking at the ball anyway. We don't worry about the snap count. Blue 17, blue, all that other stuff. We already gonna get, we already know if we look over there and they give us the, they give us the hand signals for the checks. So we already know that the crowd noise has no impact on us. Mm. And now the crowd noise really don't have an impact on anybody's skill because the guard is looking at the center. He looked back and said, the quarterback, you ready? We good. Give his hand, they go. Okay. All right. (laughs) So. He, he has invoked the wrath of these Eagles fans, and they are rabid. Well, right now, the, the crowd is one and one. I mean, the Giants, they, they did yeah. it. They went to Minnesota and won. Trevor Lawrence, not That's so true. much. So we're going we're gonna to right. see. That's true. It'll be the toughest test yet for young Brock Purdy. It'll be a great yes. one on Fox. Guys, awesome show. We're out of time. We'll be back tomorrow. Stay tuned.